Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have T. Toi Garcia. Uh, he's a buddy of mine. Uh, I've known him, gosh, about um, almost a year, maybe since uh, it's through the podcast. But uh, we have a good conversation. We talk about the IROD series he came out with, the Coastal Kaimana 733, 64, and 94, I think. And we also talk about his uh, brand, Fish All. Uh, he does a lot of cool giveaways, gives back to the community a lot. So, uh, yeah, it's a fun one. And today we're sponsored by Save On Tackle. Save On's located on 9917 Orenday Road in Santa Fe Springs. I'm sure a lot of you guys already go there or know of Save On. They also started to carry the Damiki Axe Blade. So if you guys want Axe Blades, which I know a lot of people do, you could go to Save On now and grab them. Their hours are 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, but I think it might be different due to the COVID thing. And you have to wait in line, I think, five at a time or something like that can come in. But uh, please go support Savon. If you haven't been there, check them out. Tom Cast and Crank sent you. And we're also doing a video with Evan Salve. Well, we did a video. should come out this week with the Dead Flyer, G-Fly. And uh, he shows us how to rig it the way he does it. And you can also get those at Savon Tackle. They're available there. Uh, Next week is Big Gus. Uh, We do another episode with him. It's a fun one. And then we have Evan, I think, the week after. Also, next week will be a bonus episode. Like I said, every other week I'm trying to do something different, like a roundtable, and then two uh, local dudes, so, you know, like a, just trying to help out with uh, smaller guys if I can. I mean, I might as well. If I'm going to do this podcast, I want to do something with it. So if I can help promote someone and uh, do like a small guy podcast, maybe do some other smaller swim bait companies and stuff too, but we'll get to that later. But, 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 fucking idiot. <laughs> Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Again, if you could just uh, give us five stars on iTunes and uh, positive reviews, appreciate that. I'm, I have the body <laughs> of a really big man in terms of how I sleep hey, and how, you how breathe? I breathe. <laughs> I can tell already. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be watching like Netflix and it's just... <laughs> Do you sleep, dude? you wake up like, holy, what the fuck was uh, that? I do that every night because I'm a big man. Yeah, but I, I'm not a huge man. You're bigger. You're. I'm. I'm pretty big. You're not a small guy. I'm not. You're a stocky man. You look pretty. You shaved today? No, dude. You look like you shaved today, dude. I shaved. 
Yeah. What are you trying to say? Your you feet. Like, I'm saying you look pretty. Oh, thanks, dude. Well, yeah. Every other day, apparently, I look like shit. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what women do, don't they? You just, damn, baby, you look good. What about history? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Uh, oh, cheers to you, bro. That's empty. No, Hold on. No, no, fuck you. No, maybe not. Oh, it's full. Now mm. it's full. Here. My sunglasses aren't blue. Uh, corona cheers. Uh, corona cheers. Um, yeah. All right. This podcast, we are talking to Toei. Yep. Um, I met T. Fuck. Was it a, August? Maybe whenever Lateral Vision's uh, fucking um, warehouse sale was, I met T there. We messaged back and forth. And uh, he messaged me and he said, hey, do you want to try out some iRods? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I wanted to give you a couple to try out. And I said, "Um, I'm the last guy you want to try out. I'm a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I really messaged him that. I'm like, I don't, I'm not good. Like, you know, some of these amazing anglers out there. Uh, I just like to fish. He goes, well, I want the everyday man to try it out. I'm like, awesome. So that's kind of how we met. And I was at the lateral vision thing, right? Yeah, that was their yeah. little thing. I went over there so that way I can buy a bunch of stuff for myself and for a giveaway. Were for you the doing fish all then? I was doing it through my page. Okay. Yeah. Through T-Fish. Yeah. All right. I stopped doing giveaways on T-Fishes. Because certain people were saying that I was doing it for recognition or. Oh, you were for sure. Yeah. I mean, I believe it that. just, it sucks when they tell you that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you gotta find it out. It's like, oh shit, I need to come up with something good. <laughs> Fish off. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I wanted to do something on the outside that, you know, I'm known for like bass fishing and stuff like that. So, but I can feel like I can catch everything. So, create a fish arm, bro. Yeah. Don't break your arm, patting yourself on the back, you know what I'm saying? See? Already. Appreciate you. <laughs> um so you've been I mean, you've been fishing for a long time too. Uh and uh I don't think a lot of people know your backstory. They know what you kinda do and you do the fish all thing, you do lots of giveaways, you help out a lot of people in the community. Um I guess let's talk about IROP first. I mean I everyone yeah. kinda knows how you grow up. Uh, give a quick rundown of kind of like you grew up a little different because you grew up in a different area than a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so with IROD, currently I'm the Kaimana Coastal team manager. We have nine badass dudes on the team. And I, I would like to say that the Spotted Bay Bass Rods are the coastal rods right now. They're the hottest bass rods on the market right now locally. Um, I'm also a rod developer and a field product tester. Rod. I tested pretty much every Kaimana rod that he's came out with, excluding the 804s and 805s, because okay. he already had those kind of out. He had the 763, 764 out, and you know I just went to pull on them and tell them that if they can work. The 824 was my idea, and that turned out to be. What kind of rod is that for? It's an eight foot two four power bait and jig rod. Uh, the idea was to have. A longer rod with a softer tip for bait, mm-hmm. but then it transitions to that good backbone, so you can drop a loop, you can knife jig, uh, you could throw a coat sniper. And last year, a lot of guys were actually throwing poppers really? on that rod. Yeah, it just it's a an amazing all around rod. 
And that's what iRod wants to do is just make rods that are very versatile. Not everybody can afford to have one rod for one thing. Yeah. I, I like to be that way. I like to have one rod with a certain line and reel gear ratio for that one style of fishing. But I found myself going on a lot of trips and having that one rod and, and allowing other people to fish my other ones. I had to be very versatile and the rods allowed me to do it. Um, I met Matt Newman, the owner of iRod, I would say like in 2015-ish. And we hit it off. You know, he, I broke a rod. I went to go warranty it out. It turns out that the warranty center and that number was his personal cell phone number. He's a one-man band. He's his accountant, his secretary. He's everything. And he had this table, all these rods in this room, and he swamped, you know. And he stopped everything he was doing, and we talked for about two and a half hours. Wow. And that meant a lot to me. Because uh, at that time, I, I really looked up to the guy. Um, he can swim bait fish. He can tournament fish. Known for having some of the best customer service in the business. And that made me want to really fish his rods. And so, he can skiff. I mean, out of the skiff, he's killing too. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. he, he grew up calico <clears throat> fishing too. You know, he fishes a lot of that Channel Island stuff. So every yeah. year, recently, they've been having that uh, red crack come up and... The white sea bass, that bite's been really good. Mm -hmm. Haven't got to fish with them yet. It just stars having a line. But it is what it is. Yeah. And we we kind of talked off and on in the beginning. I went out and I purchased probably, fuck, pretty much every single I-Rod, you know. And I put all my reels on these different I-Rods. I became very application-oriented with just I-Rod. Mm-hmm. And then I started to sell, like, my Loomis's, some of my Phoenixes, like, Ultra MBX Classics, and some of my swim bait rods, the 955, 956, 957 by Loomis. Uh, I fished uh, a lot of the Shimano rods, the Zodias had came out, and that was a really good rod, too. Mm -hmm. And when I started fishing iRod more, the consistency was, like, really good. Every rod felt like, like it was made from the same company versus other companies. You get a rod and you go to another series and it feels completely different. Like it was made in a different time zone, you yeah, know. And yeah. uh, I started to really see the value in iRod. And Matt hit me up um, probably six, seven months later, seeing fish picks and things of that nature. And he offered me a pro staff deal. Uh, I've had mixed emotions about pro staff deals my whole life. I first saw a pro staffer in North Carolina back in like 2005. Two, yeah, somewhere around there, 2005-ish. This guy is all jerseyed up, had a boat. I'm like, th that was the first time I really saw that bass fishing could be a yeah. thing. And the guy told me he fished tournaments and that he, you know, he's a pro staff. Well, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's, you know, you promote the company professionally. And it, it sounded dope. That kind of set the tone for me wanting to be a pro staff. And as the years progressed, I got so focused on trying to become pro staff for a company or get involved with a company. I kind of lost myself, you know, and it was a pretty lame portion of my life there. But but uh, it's something that I think you should hit home on because yeah. um, a lot of a lot of dudes fish for that these days. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, yeah. I have Man. nothing against it. No. I know. Hey, I love. I would love to be. You know, getting on Instagram, whatever. I'm not. I guess I wouldn't. I'm too old. But some younger kids might be like, oh, you post that picture of them on Fish Hall, they fucking love it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and they get a free shirt or some baits, they fucking love it. So it's kind of like, it's a cool point to hit on. So what, what, how pro staff works is you essentially get these deals, better deals in retail to represent a company. <clears throat> I always thought pro staff put you on this higher echelon when I was younger. Um I started fishing with the objective to get pro staff. And because of that, I didn't, I never got it. And one example, um, I started throwing swim baits, mm-hmm. you know, I, I threw swim baits pretty early. What year was this? I first started throwing swim baits back <clears throat> in like 2006. I, I snagged a Castake swim bait and I started throwing it at this park lake called Magic Johnson and if you know, you know, back in the day, Magic Johnson was, was a gym. Yeah. They stocked trout and had big catfish in there. And But uh, after, as time progressed and popularity builds up on a park lake, uh, so does poachers, you know. So that, that lake was never the same after like 2015. But I started fishing a swim bait. I threw it on a six-foot ugly stick with an ambassador on like 15-pound. And... I ended up losing it, but uh, I found out what it was from Rainbows, a tackle shop down the street from my house in Compton. And I ended up purchasing this little bait lot that this guy who was in Rainbows, I was fishing Castake, and he was there to buy crawdads, by the way. Okay. So he had this all these swim baits, all these random baits, and there was uh, one in particular that I felt I could throw on that setup, and it said JR on it like in cursive cursive mm-hmm. it had a hard head with a bill and a soft plastic body it, it, it said jr um i later found out it was a possibility that was a jerry robbo's bait mm-hmm. but i didn't know the names of these baits you know uh, there's ac plug in there too i caught a lot of fish at golf courses with that and i was this guy just chucking them on like a six foot rod with an ambassador you know and then i joined the military kind of went out away for a bit and then um i came back home uh joining uh, getting into the guard here locally and i got back into swim bait fishing and um yeah when i picked up swim bait like actually it's a thing when i came back home swim bait fishing was a thing yeah and i wanted to better my craft i wanted to understand were you still wanting to be a pro staff at that time the idea started to formulate in my head you know, okay. I, I definitely started to see that it became a thing. I started to see that um, there was a lot of buzz, you know, in regards to <clears> it. <throat> and I would go to places like Save On Tackle. And at the time, I, I want to say they they had a couple of swim baits, but the, it was more ocean-oriented. Ocean they had weedless swim baits. Okay. You know, and you, you'd fish these big old weedless swim baits. But the hooks that they were using, I was just using lead heads. I didn't know any better. Yeah, so yeah, I just yeah. put this big old two ounce with a, like a six oh hook. <laughs> and it got bit, you know. Um, yeah. And I start looking more into like eBay. And I realized it was a thing. And I start buying. I start buying Jerry Roggle baits. Um, I start buying some other baits out there. And the HUD. And the HUD, HUD taught me a lot about myself. 
I, I think that if you're just starting out, that's here in Southern California, that's probably the best bait for you to buy to start off. And um, I realized it was a mentality thing more than a catching thing. Mm -hmm. You know, to be successful throwing swim baits, you just have to understand that you're sacrificing getting bit with the opportunity or possibility for you to land that one good one. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's okay to, to say, ah, that's not me. I just want to get bit. You know, like me and you with fish. Yeah. And you're like, dude, I'm just trying to get bit. Yep. I think it's dope. <laughs> you know, but then you'll see me throw something off for a bit, and I, I dedicate a good portion of my time to try to at least, if I do get bit, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then I'll go back to fun fishing because we're just, we're doing that. Yeah. I end up, I end up kind of becoming a crackhead about it, dude. Like, it engulfed me. How my mind works is I have to figure, I have to figure it out, dude. Like, I, why did the fish eat it? Why didn't the fish eat mm -hmm. it? You know, I, I start reading stuff in regards to, like, atmospheric changes and moon phases. All, does all this really matter? Yeah. Time of seasons, things of that nature, you know. And everyone has their ideas about bass fishing, but it's all on, like, big lakes. No one really talks about ponds. So you can take a little bit and bits and pieces of what they do in big lakes and then try to apply it to ponds, it really doesn't. Yeah. The only thing that's consistent is the activity of the bass. You know, I learned that if you get a follower, don't try to throw back at it. The reason is because you give her a second look. Mm -hmm. You leave, you come back, their attention span is only like seven, ten minutes. They yeah. hit it at a different angle. Yeah. So where she came out, where you think she came out, you exit on a different side. Then I start getting bit. Then I'm like, okay, I elaborate more on it. There's a shade line, you know, or I felt this rock, or there's a shopping cart that teed through in there, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. And I became obsessed with it, dude. And I had to have all these baits. And, and I opened up Instagram, I think, like 2012, and uh, it blew up. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it really did. It blew up. Um the Depths 250 got released here in American soil, I think in 2012 or 2013 at Angler's Marine, the Bassathon. Mm -hmm. And it was like crack, dude. You know, I started getting bit on that. And then that's when I wanted to start fishing to become a pro staff. I start fishing more for clout. I got away from the whole mindset aspect of it. Because yeah. I, I felt like I knew it all. I mean, I was fishing places like... Rattlesnake, old soul. You name a pond, dude, I probably fished it. Yeah. Straight up from Ventura all the way down in San Diego. Mm -hmm. you, you name a pond, I probably fished it. And if I didn't, kudos to you, dog, because that place is probably dink fest <laughs> or it's a real good gym. Yeah. You know, driving to like Big Pine and fishing the ponds in between Big Pine and, and Bishop. Mm hmm. Going to Coal Lake and fishing the aqueduct or that inlet, like <clears throat> going to Vail, uh, sneaking into Corona. Like I did all that. You know, it, I was, I started catching big fish and the company that I wanted to be sponsored by was Bass Brigade. I was in the military. Yeah. So the brigade part had yeah. sold. And you see the pictures, dude, and they had like this urban anglers club. And I knew I seen a couple of those dudes fish Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm fairly confident that I saw Oliver fishing Magic Johnson. Yeah. It was a gym. 
And I knew because I saw these dudes fishing that place and they're willing to go fish a place where you could get jacked. I knew I was on the right track. If they can make it, if they can do it and I'm putting the time in, why can't I get sponsored or a pro staff? Yeah. And no matter what I did, I just never got noticed. And um, I chalked it up as an L thinking that it had something to do with the color of my skin. Because all the dudes that I saw were all white dudes, you know? What about, I mean, at the time, was Oliver as popular? Oliver was coming up in the industry. Okay. You know, um, I, he was definitely not as big as as he is now. But was he, like, he he's had, the only ethnic dude I could think, well, like, then, I mean, well, yeah, that, who else was, no Mexican dudes? Not, no. Not that I, at the time, not yeah, that I was, yeah. like, you know, whenever I go throw swim baits, and I go to these local ponds. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't see any ethnic dudes throwing swim baits. Just white dudes, huh? Yeah, yeah, you know. And I think it's because I. I, I don't know what it was. Um, I'm not saying that Bass Brigade didn't pick me up because of the color of my skin. I. I, I kind of took it that way. But maybe you didn't have the. Uh, I didn't network myself. Persona, no, no. The persona, like it's like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to put myself on an Abercrombie and Finch page because guess what? what? I yeah. don't fucking dress like that. Yeah. And they might go, yo, you catch great fish, but you don't fit our our yeah. look. I feel, you know. You know I, what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's no, it's no, it's no hate against Bass Brigade, but I, I mean, it's no, just a. I, 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 I don't uh, think it has anything to do with persona or my ethnicity, despite how handsome I look. Um <laughs> <laughs> Loosen up, dude. Why so serious? All right. So you wanted to be fucking serious, bitch. I'm trying to be serious. <sighs> See? Okay. Look, I never got a call or a DM or anything like that. It's because I didn't network myself. I was so caught up in going out and fishing by myself because I was scared to burn my spots. I've taken people to certain places and I put them on fish, and then two weeks later, I go to that same spot to go get you know my little fix, and they're with three dudes. Oh, hey, I didn't know you were coming out. I was like, well, congratulations, you know. You just lost a friend. I mean, and I will only take them to, like, places that were kind of known, like, you know, certain golf courses, but I wouldn't take them to the honey, honey holes. Yeah. But um, what I'm trying to get out about the whole Bass Brigade thing is I lost myself with trying to fish uh, because I love fishing. You're to, chasing that dragon, to, bro. I'm chasing clout, bro. You know, I, I really was. I was fishing all the most expensive rods, the most expensive reels. I had to have the latest and greatest baits. And that's why I said that was a lame part of my life. And Not really. You kind of learned. I mean, like. I, I, I did. I would say I was very successful at catching fish. But I was doing it for the wrong reasons. And then I, I thought in return that they didn't. They were out against me. Like, they are haters. But in all actuality, if I would have spent more time networking and talking and socializing and actually trying to go out and find these dudes and meet them face to face, then I probably would have landed that deal fairly easily because the Bass Brigade dudes, like, they're solid. I mean, we met them at Fred Hall again, too, and JD is on his grind, dude. Congratulations with the whole Optimum thing, too, bro. They're solid dudes, and it's just now me running fish all i understand i don't even have product out dude i came out with 50 hats we sold out in like two hours it was the most stressful time i've don't had all break year. your fucking arm again dude wait tapping my back yeah okay you okay is your arm okay yeah okay just checking go ahead all right 
Yeah. My balls hurt till you've been trying to bust. Hey, them. look at see you automatically go to some gay shit. I'm <sighs> trying to keep this on a straight arrow this this yeah. time. I having a couple beers with my friends. Well, that's cool. We're friends. Yeah. Um, we're being very conservative right now. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, um, all with that being said, if you are listening and you want to pick up a, a pro staff, do not ask to be a pro staff. Go and purchase their product. Because the only product I purchased from Bowser Gay was a destroyer hat and sweater. Actually, I didn't even purchase the hat because my cousin gave it to me. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I was making these orders and I, and you know, on the under notes and be like, "Hey, bro, this is my Instagram." Maybe you know, just that little whatever they see that okay, this guy's supporting. Let's see what he's doing. And then if I would have took pictures and I actually like sent them DMs and stuff like that, like, hey, check this out, bro. Anytime you're down here, I'll put you on fish. Maybe, you know. So if you're trying to be a pro staff, support, you know, support what they are selling. Purchase the product. Go fish the product. And then every now and then throw a little jab in there. Mm-hmm. Do not contact them every single day. Do you get that? All the time. Really? And for I-Rod or for fish all both? For I-Rod. Uh, okay. Do not contact them every day. Do not ask them a million questions. And then do not contact their pro staffers and then ask them the same question you just asked me. They'll get back to me. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's like 10 kids that do that right now. And to be honest, I probably never put them on I-Rod because of that. Because I just can, I can't imagine putting someone like that on the team. And I feel like I have to either babysit or, you know, uh, hey, tone it down, you know, mm. tone it down, stop. Yeah. I don't want to do that. The guys on my team, none of them, none of them asked to be on my team. It was just dudes that I noticed, and it's like I'm putting this piece of a puzzle. You know, I need it. I need it. I start off with the edges, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I got Poe James. Because of James, I got Kevin Johnson, they were a tag team duel, and then I got Jake Rollerblades. I'm starting to build the edge. Then I needed to fill in the gaps. You know, we got Jesco, Gunner, Tyler Reefy, Eric Rimmer, and Eugene. Solid team, dude. Um, if you do want to get on a pro staff, look at the pro staffers that the companies currently have, see what they're doing, and try to do better. There's a reason why the guys are on the team. Some companies out there will get anybody to be pro staffer. Mm -hmm. And the reason why they do that is because pro staff deals are usually wholesale deals. It's the same price that they give to tackle shops. So if you come in, they say, oh, we want you to be pro staff. They'll float you a rod or two. And Mm -hmm. after that, you have to pay for your own rods. When you start paying for your own rods, you're paying the same cost as the tackle shops. And then it turns into like this big money thing you know and most companies uh, well, not most a lot of companies they'll uh, they'll have hundreds of pro staffers because you have hundreds of people buying your shit yeah you just have to float them some every now and then i think matt does a really good job with his pro staff thing you know he he'll float the rods and if you're putting in work you'll just come home one day with a with a rod suit, yeah yeah you know my guys on my team, people ask me all the time, what does your, what does your guys do? You know, I tell them you're not pro staffers. You're part of my team. Yeah. Every single one of the guys on my team has the same amount of input as me. 
So if they tell me they don't like something about a rod, it makes me want to look at that. Yeah. And then when it comes down to like future designs or something like that, you I, let that's them get a, their two cents in. Whatever, dude, it's yeah. in the back of my head. We will not yeah, do that. Yeah. Because if he chances are if he doesn't like it, then Eric's not going to like yeah. it. If Eric's not going to like it, Jesco's not going to like it. Well, we're doing something good. We capitalize on it. And that's why every single coastal rod that's came out has been a really good seller. As some do hype, but more to do with people are starting to really understand and see what I've seen in iRod, you know? So those are my tips for trying to become a pro staff. Uh, be natural. Be yourself. Don't do it for the clout. Don't do what I did. I, I wasted four years of my life. You know, and the only reason I didn't really continue pursuing the whole Bass Brigade thing is because of that split they had, like late 2015. And at that time, I had met Matt. And I, I want to say, like the beginning of 2016 is when I picked up that IROT sponsorship. Not the sponsorship, the, his pro staff deal. So you didn't even care at the time? Cause you I didn't like, care. I, I had mixed, that's that's yeah. why I had mixed emotions. Like, oh, yeah. great. I finally got recognized. Yeah. You know, um, and I thought about it and I pondered on it. And then I made the decision by myself to, to be his best pro staff. I, I made the decision to, to be better than any other pro staff from yeah. any other company. Well, did he have a, how many pro staff do you at the time? I don't know. You don't know? I have no clue. I had no idea. All I know is locally, no one really knew too much about IROD, yeah. except for the people that supported Matt Newman. Yeah. You know, like I have people that support T. Mm -hmm. I have people that like what Fish Hall is doing. Same thing, but there's just a support in different angles. Yeah. And I noticed that, you know, Matt knows so many people and they're willing to support him. Yeah. So how can I, what, what do I have to do to be the best? You know, and we've talked about this, like it's all proper planning. Yeah. And I devised a plan. And uh, part of that plan, one of the biggest goals I had was to one day have my own team or my own series of rods. That's always kind of been like in the back of my head. So I got more involved with Matt Newman and what he was doing, especially with the saltwater series. I stopped fishing for largemouth bass to resorting to um, saltwater fishing. Uh, did that for probably all of 2016. And then I would say 2017, let's see, 18, 19. I think 17 or 18. I'm, I'm messing 18, up on here. 18. 18, what, save on? You probably, I'm just fucking with you. Whatever, whatever year Roger left. 17. 17, yeah. I, I believe, right? So... Um, Roger and the owner of Save on Tackle, they had a falling out. I was very unfortunate. Uh, they are good now, by the way. Uh, Roger is actually one of our vendors. Mm -hmm. And it, it's crazy to see him and a new store manager because Roger looks like his dad. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Anthony, huh? Yeah. They <laughs> both have, like, fucking proactive didn't work faces. But. <laughs> you fucking asshole, dickhead. Got to do this guy's legacy, dude. You know? <laughs> yeah. But um, now Roger is like a legend, dude. I mean, just the knowledge that he has. And then Anthony, the store manager at Savon, he used to run boats. 
you know so he's got his captain's license he's he's been around the block he worked in alaska he worked in the east coast he he has a lot of knowledge of fishing um and he's he's a good saltwater stick freshwater one yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole dude See? yeah dude freshwater jab, yeah, dude. I, think, I think i got you covered all day bro shit but um so when Roger left, there was this big discrepancy with Savon. I saw it as an opportunity for me to slide in the DMs. Were you going there a lot then? I was. Roger used to take care of me. He used to give me military discounts. Oh, cool. You know? And uh, I started developing. When I got what I rod, I started being more social, and I started wanting to meet certain people, and I'd go on these sport boats, and I yeah. took the time to talk to deckhands. And, and then people that I saw were fishing cool shit or knew what the fuck they were doing. I'd spend a lot of time talking to them or trying to create some. And then I, I develop really good friendships with a lot of people. Some mm -hmm. that are here to stay, some that he he, he said, she said type shit end up mm -hmm. happening. But when Roger left, they needed help with that Fred Hall that year. And I helped him set up. I was their salesman. I was, I no hands down, probably, probably better than anybody's ever sold at Savon. Wow. I kind of tallied up my shit. And that year, I know I sold over $70,000 worth of shit. Fuck, man. It's good. It had a lot to do with the Tranks 400s coming out. And uh, they had this dude named, uh, fuck, his last name is Rodriguez. It's been so long. He uh, he was in charge of helping with the ordering process. Says stack up on these Tranks, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, stack up. Yeah. And we had a shitload of tranks, dude, that came in. They were, I was like, ah, what the fuck are you doing getting all these tranks? It's like, just, they came in. I was the only dude who knew how to sell, sell them. Yeah. And I was sort of fucked on a Phoenix you're, rods, you're too. Still, you're still selling them, dude. I walked in the other day, and you're still selling fucking tranks. I sold two tranks 500s and two 906 I-Rod jig sticks in 30 minutes. I was there. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know... I, I think it has a lot to do with, <clears throat> one, I don't beat around the bush. You know, I, I've never been that type of person to beat around the bush. If you ask me a serious question, a lot of times I'll tell you back. When people come in, you know, what are you looking for? But in a more nicer way. How are you doing today, sir? Mm -hmm. um, oh, I'm just looking. Well, that's an objection. You know, how do you overcome that objection? Yeah. Most sales reps and i've gone to a lot of taco shops they'll say oh okay let me know if you need anything and then they go back <laughs> behind the counter and get on their phone and yeah and fuck off if you do that and you work for a taco shop you're fucking the taco shop so what should you be doing oh yeah uh what kind of fishing you get into oh i was thinking about going and catching some yellow to hurt their biting oh dude you know, uh, is that how the typical customer sounds? Just because yeah. you did that voice, dude. I got funny stories about customers. <laughs> Hold on one second. Uh, yeah. Hold on one second. One second. So let's go back to the customers. All right. So um, you're selling people. You're closing yeah. people. Yeah. No, I. I just felt like people. You overcome. Usually, it's like two or three objections. But what you have to ask is like, how much are you trying to spend? And then this is where. See, I would be like, to me, you're a salesman. All right, you, we'll play your customer. Go ahead. I no, I would I wouldn't ask that. If I said, "Hey man, how's it going? Is there anything I can help you with today?" No, I'm just looking. Oh, cool. Where you been fishing lately, man? Uh, I haven't. Really? Uh, what kind of fish are you trying to do? I'm thinking about going to get some yellowtail. Really? What boat are you going to go on? The pursuit. Then you keep 
That's how yeah. I would do it. Now, you are scare people into fucking buying shit. I've seen you. Yeah. They get scared and they want to fucking buy something. No, I, it's either I scare them or I motivate them. Look, dude. <laughs> motivate them. Yeah. I like that. A lot of guys go into a taco shop thinking they know it all. I mean, that's just because you got to remember they're coming from their place of origin, which is their house. And the only place I do that is Home Depot. Well, yeah, and I do that at Bass Pro Shop too. They say, "Excuse me, can I help you?" I was like, <laughs> "Just point me in the right direction, everything. dog." Yeah, no, <laughs> it's just it is what it is. Not to, and Sean Mock used to work at Bass Pro, and the dude went to school for fishery. He fished fucking college tournaments. He knows his shit. Yeah. Well, that's one out of a thousand. <laughs> Support no, your small like, businesses. I feel like mo- most tackle shops, the guys there know more than me. I would talk about difference between Bass Pro and Tackle Bass Shop. Bass Pro, but, of course, yeah. But, they uh, don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, uh, some some exclusions. You know, Sean was good. Uh, a Peck, is, you know, R.E.P. to his best friend, Jamil. He worked at Bass Pro. Super knowledgeable and willing mm-hmm. to help people, according to Peck. And Peck's word is good, dude. You know? Fucking Cody. Yeah. Um, But you get these customers, dude, and they come in, they act like they know it all. And when that happens, you can't be rude to them. Mm -hmm. It's just they're coming from their house, and in theory, they do know it all in comparison of. And then you come in that shop, and you'll know who they are. They start saying shit. And then once you hit them with some, like, logical, then they, they get intrigued. So instead of you making them feel stupid... You act like they're a part of that conversation, but you're sliding reels and rods their way. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that happens to you opposite? What do you mean? Like you're trying to, you're making a name in the industry, okay? Okay. You feel like you're a question for that? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, Not in, in, question, the beginning, like, in the beginning, I heard talks you know, from people that have been cool with for years, saying things I was doing it for like recognition or I was doing it for cloud and, and things of that nature. And it, it low-key kind of hurt, and that's the reason why I did Fish All. But recently, no, I, I think that I've kind of I've kind of proved what I'm trying to do with Fish All. People see that it's it's starting to become it's starting to be real. You know, I've I've gotten advice along the way, some that I take to heart, some that I just kind of shrug off. Some people don't like the fact that I support other brands. Like you have your own brand, you should do your own thing, and I get that, and I respect that. But that's the old way of life, bro. Those companies that are all for themselves, they're gonna plateau. They can't hit that that barrier, that threshold. They can't pass it. They got small Johns, dude. They can't hit the back. What's, you know, it is what's with, the, the? What kind of company would that be? The, I mean, they got clothing companies, dude. I was in the car scene for a bit, and mm-hmm. I saw them. You know. Uh, you know, like mechanic shops and, and things that I mean, you'll see it. Um, I don't, those I don't want to name their name. No, no, I get but, it. But you know, it. they know who they are, especially locally. There's a fine line, and, and uh, everything I was talking about, Savon, has kind of translated to this whole fish all and IRA thing. So let's get more into fish all because I feel like you kind of explained your story on the whole IRA yeah. thing. And well, fish all has been every, the new everything thing. That, that's going on now or what I did with Savon and stuff like that, and what I've seen in the past, or, or my my insight, or insight, what I experienced from like 2012 to mid last year mm-hmm. is the reason why I do everything with Fish Off. So it started off with me doing stuff for clout. You're yawning. Sorry. That was an accident. I'm sorry. Go. 
Why did <sighs> I point that out? Fuck. Because that shit was loud. You'd hurt my earpiece. <sighs> <laughs> You're such a cunt. Go. Go. No, dude. Uh, so I'm working in this just Sorry, shop, your story is kind of fucking boring, but go. No, you didn't ask good questions then. <laughs> <laughs> Pound your beer, dude. Liven up. I did. Go. Start talking about fish oil. I keep trying. Okay. Fish oil. Yes. All right. Um, I was telling you about problems I, I or what I've seen with other companies. Yeah. Fish oil. I wanted to. I wanted to be that company that kind of threw acknowledgement for the smaller guys. I wanted to. <clears throat> I wanted to have something to create opportunities for people to actually put stuff in their resume. What I've seen locally is that you have a bunch of top guys sitting on top, you know? Mm-hmm. And I respect the fuck out of all of them. You got Benny with Shimano. You got Bobby with Daiwa. Mm-hmm. You got Jerry Mayhew with Daiwa. You got Mike Lane with Okuma. You got fucking Tito Ortiz. I heard he's a good good, good dude. Uh, I just don't like when dudes... And I'm not talking about Tito by now. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't like how companies have these dudes on the top locally, but there's no way for progression for the smaller guy so i want to host contests and tournaments the contests will be online and tournaments will be live the tournaments that are live the guys are actually going to walk away some, with some good cash yeah a trophy some pictures to take home to the bank and and that money they can give back to the old ladies and maybe their old ladies to support them yeah i want to make the online contest actually be significant and all this is so that way they can put stuff on their resume. If fish all becomes relevant, then when they win one of my contests or tournaments, that's relevant. And that's something they can go take to Daiwa or yeah. Shimano. Or if they they just stand out amongst the rest, I'd be standing right there with a check and some rods. Right. Try these next time. Yeah. Let me know what you think. Because you've already displayed that, you know. And uh, and I, I, I love giving back, dude. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I went so long with just trying to do shit on my own, but I remember when I was younger, if I saw somebody struggling, I didn't mind tying a knot or giving them a hook or a bait that worked. But you kind of are doing something on your own right now. You know, the fish all thing. Yeah. You're not, you're giving back, but you're, it's your idea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I mean, I see it's, they've done giveaways on Instagram for years. I just noticed that people were doing giveaways for marketing. Not to say I don't get any marketing value because I say, oh, follow. No, yeah. yeah. Like, don't, but, trust me, when you did that, I mean, it helps me. I've done only a couple giveaways and yeah. I feel like dirty from doing it. Like, I'm like, I don't, you know? Yeah, no. It's just you, you see companies that are doing giveaways and it's it's for marketing. You know, it's for a boost of their marketing. Yeah. But then I try to come out and do mine, and it's more or less, hey. <laughs> the Viking. Taking pictures into the Viking. Uh, happy wife, happy life. Yep. Nothing rhymes with husband. Let me take that beer out of there. <laughs> <laughs> take another one, dude. Hide it. Oh, I already got it out. All right. <laughs> so, the... Uh, I don't think, like I said, I don't think you're you're doing you, the way I see it. So, truth be told, like at the beginning, I'm like, I don't know T. I didn't know you. I didn't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, this guy just trying to build his fucking page, giving shit away. Mm-hmm. You know. Then I met you, and I'm kind of like, oh fuck. Uh, 
like you give me rods. I didn't ask for like you know like you give you give yeah. people shit that you think deserve it. Well, and and, and yeah. I, I like I don't deserve it. Like I'm I'm just a fucking dickhead that talks in my head. Well, and the thing is, is like I don't think people understand maybe what you're doing. Kind of you know like. Uh, so when I gave you those rods, uh, Larry from Heavy Set, he um, he told me he was talking to you a lot. Yeah, I was already listening to your podcast. I, I thought it was dope. It was raw. You know, it was some big names on there too. A lot of controversy when you come out with stuff like what, like Billy Kay and then yeah. Evan came on. And, yeah. You know, and then a lot of shooting the shit, dude. Um, everything was just, it was dope. It, it, I vibed with it and I thought it was cool. And then he says, oh, he's actually looking for some like bigger calico stuff. And I was sitting on some. 804s and mm-hmm. stuff like that so that's when i reached out to you and i was like yo check them out well i can't pay for them i'm you know not blah 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 and it's like nah dude i'm not asking for it and then you're like i don't you know i don't want free shit and on top of that who the fuck am i i'm i'm dickhead i haven't caught a yellowtail <laughs> i haven't seen my dick in three years there you go so i was like well i'm trying to get irod really out there and a lot of people are green and that's what i told you i overcame your objection dog i'm a salesman and then mm-hmm. you took the rods, and you were comfortable with it. And that's what I wanted. I wanted you to be comfortable with it. Uh, you know, you fished them. You gave me feedback. You liked them. You you talked about them. It helped yeah. my marketing thing out, and yeah. you gave me the insights that I needed. Yeah. That was in a time when uh, the Coastal Series were just coming out, you know? Yeah, you didn't have the lighter rods out yet. It was just those no. two heavies. I think you were doing James. No, not was James. 764 was that the first one so with the coastals i developed a 733 and 764 yes those were the first two yeah okay i had two of my buddies that were originally supposed to rock with me with the coastal series when we got the prototype rods they got in an argument and who was this uh i'm just kidding you have to say small hands and sumo wrestler they'll know who i'm talking about obviously. i can already tell <laughs> <laughs> fucking maga hands he's like six two and his hands is like take my strong hand fucking yeah it's like when you look at his hands you think you're looking at frodo they're just these short hairy ass hands and it goes into this like yeah his body his whole body with it comparison his hand looks photoshopped yeah you, know, so you forgot a spot dog <laughs> but uh no they uh they had they had a falling out and i was gonna call matt august 1st of last year and tell him I can't do it. I lost my team, you know, and I'm not known locally for spotted bay bass. I've yeah. done it. They're easy. I mean, they were easy back in the day, you know. They're getting diff- a little harder every single year as the popularity gets up, of course. Um, I, I, I didn't end up doing it because of the car I received, and I just got new life. First person I hit up was uh, Jeremy Poe. Poe J. Poe. The guy was throwing crankbaits and mag drafts and shit. Some weird shit for spotties. Mm-hmm. I love this style, dude. You know? Fucking Blanca hair. and Not anymore. He's pretty. Oh, yeah, dude. He showed up in my house at like 4 o'clock. Could have sworn he was some Mormon about to... Dude, I saw him and I'm like... Who the fuck is that? Yeah, I know, dude. He, imagine me when we're going fishing. It was like 4 o'clock in the morning. Dude. You know, it's just like, God, fucking sell me life insurance. He's so clean cut, dude. And I'm like, why? 
fuck, I, I got to take you off the team now, dude. You don't fit the... <laughs> You're my crazy hair guy now, but... Dude, he was so over it, bro. It was fucking going to be summer again. Yeah, yeah. He was over it, dude. He just wanted... He wanted something fresh, you know? And he did. And it's like he cut his hair and he turned into a largemouth bass fisherman yeah, right I've after seen that. that. Yeah. yeah, that day he stuck a couple of good ones, too. Oh, he went man. out and fished and... I was like, wow. I didn't even catch anything that day, and he was, he was tearing them up. That's usual. Yeah, that's typical. Um, <laughs> Just fucking with you. T can't fish underscore in there somewhere. There you go. <laughs> but uh, then I hit up James Collins, and how it worked with those two dudes is like, I'm going to float you guys some rods. If you like them, you have them. If you don't like them, give them back, and I'll go give the opportunity to somebody else. Yeah. Well, at least tell me why you don't like them. Yeah. And... Poe fished him, and he stuck, like, a two-and-a-half-pounder the first morning, and then he went Fuck. at night and stuck another big one. Yeah. He was like, hey, bro, I liked him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Yeah, that was it. Like, yeah. And it, yeah, it posed what I rod now. It's like, all right, cool. Here's this. You got these prototype rods. Uh, yeah. Do you. The reason why I'm talking to you is because I noticed you. So yeah, just do yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't change anything about you, and certainly don't cut your hair. And, and he did. It really fucked No, he, he did more than Poe, dude. He's People weren't throwing crankbaits or spotties. No, no uh, I mean, if they were, it was like that shallow water stuff in San or Diego. Or it was dudes like uh, Lannis Fine, you know, old older school dudes. Yeah. You know, like- this dude's throwing fucking deep divers that go 25 feet deep and three feet of water. Yeah. Catching two and a half, three pound spotties different breed bro yeah he's a different dude his his style is completely different from anybody in the market most spotted bay bass fishermen you talk to they're like oh yeah i caught my bb on a war bait head what up but, but when you talk about those spotted bait fish are you talking about dock walkers are you talking about like because there's two different kind genres of, I mean, of there's there's vessel dog you know walkers and then there's like your float tubers you know yes there's like three different I'm gonna say they all because they kind of all fish the same though you know I, I think that there was how they get built I'm like fuck me I thought it was like oh here's the rod we're gonna use no here's the rod oh I don't like this so now we got to change that fucking piece yeah. of the rod I thought it was like oh we're gonna use this kind of rod. Blah, 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 blah. Let me grab this one. No, it didn't work. Let me grab this one. No, it didn't work. Yeah, that's when a, it's not like that. That's that's gets into like the custom rod building. Who you know? there's companies I'm sure do the same shit though. Like small companies that most most production type companies they go through that same process. They just been doing it for so long. Okay. Uh, I just think that the interactive process that iRod has with Matt Newman and, and his company that yeah. he works with. That process right there is, I I think, a lot better than some of the other companies. Uh, he's a fisherman, dude. Like, he's a legit fisherman. And it, it baffles me when people are like, oh, no, that Bailey swim doesn't work on, like, forums and groups. Because it was designed by Paul fucking Bailey and Matt Newman. Like, swim baiters. OG swim baiters. And this kid that's 20 years old is like... No, nah, bro, you want to go get this one? Or, but that's fucking no, the internet. No, nah, bro, you, you know, and it, it just, but I'll, you'll never see me there like, fuck you, dude, you're a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. I just like, it just baffles me. And then I've seen a lot too on, on that. Um, people 
oh, go get a custom rod. I'm rocking this, blah, 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 extra heavy. Hey, I would I would buy one right fucking now. But you know me. I don't got a lot of money. Yeah. I have motherfuckers that between, like, I'll say something. I have dudes that come up to me and go, man, you must be killing it. And you know what? I, I don't make anything. I pay $250 a yeah. month to make this thing happen. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, when you see that sponsors those couple of times, it was kind of like, oh, thank God I don't have to pay this month. Mm-hmm. That was it. So it's kind of like. <laughs> I think uh, people perceive something differently. So this episode is sponsored by my boy Juan. He makes the Dorados and, and the Yellowtail. You seen those? Oh the yeah, one? those are dope, yeah, dude. He fucking bought us this beer. That's so dope. Uh, yeah. So this episode, it's a Juan episode. Uh, previously, it was sponsored on uh, someone else on the. So hey, we take beer sponsors. You guys want to fucking float a. 36 rack dude for the podcast we'll drink them and i'll give you a shout out and that one dude that paypal you money yeah, or something like that, that was rad bro yeah i had someone paypal me money dude and then uh was it who who on the last time the last episode oh the sapata brothers yeah, sapata yeah brothers. Man, they gave us a bottle of jack got fucking um uh 30 36 rack of coors or, yeah. got a couple guys all loopy yeah oh uh, what was that day oh yeah <laughs> So, uh, fun fact. We've been super conservative, by the way. I think we can loosen it up because hey, I've let's already say, talked. Let's say one thing, okay. And I do the, It's happened before, guys. We got a little loose on T's oh. original podcast. Okay? A little loose? So, uh, uh, if, if you took a small sip of a beer for every F-bomb or really bad word, the F's, the C's, those type of customers, you'd be lit. That's how bad that. Well, this was the thing is that uh, I think Garrett started it. So Garrett sat in on T's episode yeah. because he was right after him. We're all buddies. We've hung out. So uh, the Brothers bought a fucking bottle of Jack, a big ass one. And we weren't going to open it. And I told T, let's not open this. Fucking like, right. ancient Chinese secret. Dude. It was, it was like, <laughs> he treated them like hot dogs and just laid it down. Dude, dude. I was <sighs> like, what the fuck? He goes, here you go. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We got to do this podcast. Yeah. Then not even five minutes later, another fucking hit of it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then T goes, fuck it. <sighs> Takes a huge swig. And I'm like, oh, COVID all the way. It was so bad. Like, we drank so much. I tried to shotgun a beer sitting down, and I failed. Yes. And I like to fancy myself on the abilities to shotgun beer. You're good at it. I am really good, but I, I never really shotgun a beer sitting down. It's hard. And it was, it was hard on top of having the other beers. But Do you remember that? We were at Bobby's house one day. It was oh, me, Bobby, God. Garrett, and the team. <laughs> this is just one little part. We said, let's go shotgun a beer outside. I said, okay. So we go outside, and I think we all did it. And then he finishes like, bam. And I'm done. And then we look at Garrett and Bobby. And Bobby's still trying to drink it down. And it's not yeah. going down. And they're like, fucking Tito's had a drink, bro. The fucking Samoan can fucking bring him down, dude. Oh, we all brought him down that day, dog. Yeah, that's, that's a bad day. Yeah, that was, uh, we just say two packs. And you interpret what it was. <laughs> uh, very good time. hospitality, Bobby. I do appreciate it. I went over there. I don't eat seafood. Which is stupid, you know. Uh, I get it. It's just so bitter to me. Uh, childhood experiences, the reason why and I don't like seafood. Fucking the, the spread he had out that day. Fuck, man. Bobby felt so bad that I went over there and I don't eat sushi. He had his daughter order Pizza Hut. I and I had a people. whole box of pizza. <laughs> well, I think there was like two slices that went elsewhere. And a whole lot of beers. And a whole lot of beers, dude. Uh-huh. And. 
Uh, if it wasn't for all that food, yeah, we would we would have for sure passed out at his yeah, house, bro. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. took a nice little piss break off the seven ten and five freeway yeah. interchange. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a, a a red Prius that saw my pecker. That's fine. I don't think he did. It was just he was close, but it's not that big. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a little Caesar Palace one, you know. <laughs> Just all balls. <laughs> Not even, dude. Uh, Phil's got some really nice uh, ones, too. You guys yeah. missed it on, on Hopper's episode. Uh, oh, you should have made the sticker emoji on his I tried ball to find. I bigger. tried to find uh, the coronavirus. You should have found that black dude his face, bro. And just put <laughs> oh, that would have been great, <laughs> That, that huh? would have been perfect, dude. Fuck. That dude's oh. packing, bro. We kind of got sidetracked, but this is usually how we talk. So I, this is. I like that. Let's not, let's not take it to how it was before. I'm down to. Okay, now we got to bring it back around. He wants to the reel back in. No, no. I mean, We're I, I like this. Right if now. we can stay yeah. on this okay, level, we'll stay on this podcast, level. Okay. that'd be dope. Uh, Hold on, I got to piss again. Me too. I broke this. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. All right, cut. Just piss. We don't have to cut. <sighs> and we share the toilet together. Touch tips. All right, we're back at it. We had to take a pee pee break. Together, uh, yeah. we tried to touch tips, but Belly's our stomach yeah. got in the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so back to where we were. I'm sorry, we got way off track about fucking dropping on pilings and uh, bullshit. Let no, me make fine. sure you're in the right fucking spot because you might have moved on the camera. Um, so you back see? to what we were talking about previous to all the bullshit. Uh, so you were working at Save On. Um, yeah. So, I know a little bit about T, so I'm going to ask him, when did you start tournament fishing? Because you did some freshwater fishing, too. Yeah, I started getting into tournament fishing. I mean, I fished, like, little club tournaments. I wouldn't really I wouldn't really call that, like, tournaments on my part because I was just, like, co-angling in the back. But um, I consider that a tournament, man. Yeah, no. When you, hey, I entered a tournament. You want to know about my tournament? I'm going to cut you off. Sixth place, baby. Hey, who did I beat? Bobby Big Dick Martinez. Okay, we're done. About my Garrett tournament. Ching. Yep. I said his name right. Ching. Ching. Okay, go on. So uh, that does roll off the tongue. Garrett Ching. Yeah, when you have something on your tongue and you say his name, Garrett Ching, it just rolls off Garrett the tongue. Garrett Ching. Ching. <laughs> That's a cool dude, right? Both of them, man. They're, yeah. They're, I'm so stoked to have met Bobby. Yeah, they're great Garrett. guys. So let's talk about your tournament uh, career. Um, So I went and purchased my boat. My first boat purchase was a, a 17 foot trident with a 90 evan rood it was uh 2000 you only have evan roods in yes the evan rood uh it was a 1999 triton 17 footer with a 90 evan rood 2009 nice engine the motor itself was like eight grand the guy i was at sears bro and uh rap sears <laughs> this one at, whittier no uh carson okay so i was at sears and I was on Craigslist. I wanted to buy a boat. Um, I had a really good friend. We used to go fish on his boat. We take a lot of fish and go stock Echo. We would go stock certain ponds, you know. Echo was dead, bro. Like in 2014, 2015. They emptied that shit though, right? I don't know what the fuck they did, dude. No, recently, like in the last like six years. Um, I I want to say in 2013, they took a lot of the fish out of there and put them in MacArthur. Have you fished there? MacArthur, yes, and a lot of there's a lot of big fish there too. By the way. but they're really tough to catch. There's like a flat spot in the middle of the lake, and mm. I know a lot of them spawn there. So okay. if you can get a rattle trap all the way in the middle of the lake and yo yo it, post spawn yeah. right now, you should be able to catch them. And there's mm. not a lot of grass in the middle, but um, it's just that fucking area, dude. You know, like I, it, 
it, it doesn't sketch me out, but I have kids now. Wait, why take the chance? That's what I'm saying. I, like, I got kids now, dude. Like, I mean, I have a set of twins, bro. You know, and they're, they're girls. I, when I had my son, I, I love my boy. But they're boys. But boy. he's a boy. <laughs> when you have a girl, they just kind of like all that rough edge around you is gone. Yeah. And now I had two of them. I had twins. So I, I really have them in the back of my head, especially like I don't go to Rattlesnake anymore. I don't go to Oso anymore. I don't fucking park a quarter mile away at Mission Viejo and then hop the Ooh. fence and fish the dam, dude. I don't do any of that shit no more, dude. And uh, sorry if I'm burning spots. So, <laughs> so back yeah. to your tournament career. Uh, I bought this boat. Oh, that's a fucking story and a half right there. I'm at Sears. This guy posts this boat for like 55, six grand. And it said, post it a minute ago. Mm-hmm. I hit the guy up. He's like, uh, hello? And I was like, hey, I'm inquiring about your 17-foot Trident. Wow, that was that was fast. I was like, oh, well, cool. Uh, I'm looking at the pictures. Uh, I just have a couple questions for you. And we set it up. Next he said, day. He, he, we set it up the next day. Where so, was he out of? He was over there by Paso Robles. Okay. Oh, uh, fucking mission. His home lake was Nacimiento. That's like, what, five hours or six hours away? Yeah, like five and a half hours away. Fuck. And I know Paso Robles very well because of Camp Roberts, a military base out there. Yeah. And Nacimiento is a place that I always wanted to fish on my off time. When, when I go out there, unfortunately, I didn't have too much. Uh, really good fishing at Camp Roberts, too. Really good hunting, too. But uh, I said, cool. I'll be there tomorrow. He says, well... We can meet at this, like, uh, John Wayne restaurant, and you got to look at the boat first. It's right down the street from my house. Mm-hmm. If you like the boat, everything's good. We go for a test ride, not waste our time. Man, I'm like, dickhead, I'm going to drive fucking five hours. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm pretty serious, right? Yeah. So I told a handful of people, dude, I'm going to go get this boat. One of the guys I talked to was Danny Fernandez, Defer. The biter. Biter. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Hey, guess what, guys? Uh, he makes me laugh. Double bro. biter. <laughs> he pumps you up, dude. I'm just like, listen, there's fucking <laughs> night, dude. And I got my phone on. My kids are asleep. And it's just like, hey, guys, guess what I got? Bliters. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, guess what, guys? <laughs> <laughs> you already know what time it is. <laughs> what a fucking awesome, dude. Oh, fuck, dude. He's going to get into quadruple biters. I already know. He's going to take four dudes on a 14-foot aluminum and get quadruple. Dude. dude. So he hits me up. Talk about perfect fucking timing. The truck that I had uh, at the time, it gave out. And I was stuck on a 710 freeway for three hours. Fuck. I finally got towed to the gas station. I thought I ran out of gas because mm-hmm. my gauge was kind of fucking up. Filled it up. Turned out it was a fuel pump. I'm like pulling relays, and it's not the relay. It's the fuel pump. Mm-hmm. So I get the truck towed to my house. As I'm going home, Danny hits me up. Hey, bro, uh, what time are you going? I was like, I don't know, dude. My truck just took a shit. I'll fucking take you, bro. Let's go. Fuck yeah, dude. That's how down Danny is. People think, oh, he's a How crack- long did you know Danny then? Three months. Oh, max. fuck, dude. It just me and him, we hit it off. He's, he's, you know, he's like that Asian brown just like me, dude. We, we're born hustlers. Yeah. You know, we don't accept fucking handouts. We don't want free shit. We work for our shit. 
uh and that's it dude and we love yeah. fishing yeah he fishes just i mean he fishes hard dude but that how danny is right now is how i was back in like 2012 2014 yeah. so yeah dude just be at my pad at like 3 30 4 o'clock cool i'll be there fuck yeah dude i'm about to get a boat me and my old lady some street tacos dog two hours later dude i'm suffering from food poisoning I can't get off the fucking toilet. I'm like turning pale, dude. I'm fucking, fucking I'm sweating. He gets there like 3.15-ish. I I don't come out until like 3.35, Fuck. I don't know, bro. He's like, dude, just take your time. (laughs) Finally made made it to his truck. We got on the 105. Had to get right back off and come back home. Shit again. Shit again, dude. It was bad. (laughs) And um, after... You're serious when you said... it's bad. It's bad. It, it was bad. I was suffering from legit food poisoning. Yeah. Now, in everything in my life, if that happened, I would stop what I'm doing and not do it because that's like an ultimate sign that like death is coming. Yes. Or, you know, I took it at that my yeah. fucking truck. I got yeah. food poisoning. Uh, usually at like 530, I get the morning wood. It didn't happen. You know, like everything's going bad for me. 25 stops later. An hour and 52 hours later than we're supposed to be at that place. Yes. We finally show up. The guy pulls up with the boat. I started feeling a, a little bit better. Um, I ate some food at that place, too. That that kind of helped. Shit, like three How times the boat there. Look? Great. Great, dude. The boat looked brand new. Mm-hmm. It had blue carpet. I wasn't a big fan of that. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, okay. fucking, fucking blue carpet. All right. Let's do it. Well, show me the cash. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we go to Nascimento, and he's launching the boat. I'm taking a shit in the porta potty. <laughs> I come out. I go right back in and take a shit. Last thing I wanted to do is be on this boat ride and got to take a shit on the test drive. Uh, we get on the boat. He guns it. That little 90 on the 17. Damn, hit 45, man. no problem with two people on. Fuck, man. And I'm like, this is it. I'm about to, I'm about to buy me a badass boat. Yeah. So we get to the little main lake turn of Nascimento, mm-hmm. and there were some private boaters there pulling people and stuff like that, and they create big wakes. So he's pushing up to this cove, and he's like, want to see something cool? Watch this. And he fucking trims it up a little bit, and you can feel it go like five miles faster. Boom, boom, boom. boom. And he's like, woo! You know? <laughs> This dude's a redneck for sure, right? Bro, I'm holding this little center thing. I clenched up, and I'm like breathing. And he's like, "What do you think?" Your butthole went, "No!" <laughs> he's like, "What do you think?" I'm like, "Hey, stop, stop!" You know? <laughs> he's like, "Oh, you okay?" And he starts slowing down, and and I get up and I put my ass like opposite of him, so he couldn't see anything. I was like, "Bro, I just, I'm sorry, dude. I'm suffering from food poisoning." <laughs> I just shit my I shit myself, dog. Oh fuck! And um, he's like, "Well, I almost got to say as a boat owner." <laughs> he's like, "Well, the cool thing is the boat has a ladder on it." Oh, you're good to go then. 
Because he's like, my old lady, when she got to pee, you know, would you just go back there and do her thing? Yeah. One time I put her across this point. I didn't know they were camping, so they got a good looking. <laughs> this is back in her prime, though. Don't tell her that. It was like 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> he was super cool yeah, about it, dude. Yeah. All I know is there's some... Uh, no more socks. Some Tommy Hill figures. No, I didn't even have to take off my... I was wearing flip-flops. Oh, fuck. But I drove home, commando status, and there's some fucking Tommy Hilfiger boxers fitted, too. And they're the ones where you don't really sweat in your ball sack because they have the little breather pocket. So yeah, full really shit. yeah, it's it's an Osimento in like 25 feet of water, bro. <laughs> so I'm right there, and then, you know, he's not looking, and I just kind of like reach around, wipe, and I'm like wiping my leg, trying to like, fuck, this is some bullshit, dude. But literally, shit. And uh, after that one, I kind of felt a lot better. Oh, we pulled in. I, I cashed them out. I got, I paid five thousand for the boat. It's a great deal, dude. And then uh, me and Danny went and we fished. Danny caught a couple. I was just oh, like, you guys went and fished after. Yeah, that. we we made it all the way. Yeah. Danny wanted to fish, and Danny first stuck a couple. I was like playing with the electronics. You know, you'll learn that about me uh, here in a bit. And he's sticking fish. And I'm like, cool, I, I can do it. <clears throat> And we've come out to this point, and I'm, I'm seeing the map and the contour lines. I'm like, bro, hit it right here. And he hits it, and he gets bit, and he looks back. He's like, we tournament fishing. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I got yeah. a boat now. Yeah. You know, I'm not yeah. relying on anybody. We struggle putting the boat back on the trailer. <laughs> was that your first boat? Yeah. That's oh, my first, my first boat. You know, I've, I went with other people in their boats, but it's just. Different we, story, 100%. So we're driving home. We realized that the. The electrical for the light outlet is not the same. So we had to drive across town to O'Reilly's and they magically found one. And we stopped by this Carl's Jr. right off the, I think, 101. And I ate this bacon Swiss crispy chicken sandwich with buffalo wing sauce. Diarrhea again. No. The worst fucking heartburn. I guess since I hadn't eaten anything, I had acid oh, reflex. Oh, God, dude. Bro, it was the worst. We stopped, and I fucking had everything, dude. Alka-Seltzer Plus, Pepto-Bismol. Like, it's you, like you're having a heart attack or what? And I drank it <coughs> with fucking Powerade, dude, which made it even worse, dude. It was so bad. Like, Fuck. We didn't get home. We left there at, I would say we left there at like 2 o'clock. 8 o'clock to get home? No. 10? We didn't get back to like 12. Why? Because it keep stopping? I, we stopped every shitting. single gas station. Shitting. Trying to find something. Dude, I swear. Why would you? If you had diarrhea. I, I mean, it was the only thing to eat right there. That was kind of like. The easy. only time I've done that is with Wack and his brother. One last cast. His brother. You mm -hmm. know his brother? Mm -hmm. So we went out. And i never been to Iser. So I, let's go. And we're in my boat. And I fucking didn't eat the whole like half day before and then that more i was pounding pepto-bismol like it was shot to fucking jack and i was fine but i was scared when we were going i'm like guys if i have to shit i'm fucking gonna pull over dude and fucking shit off the side you know it's fine yeah <laughs> i mean uh it's just i i i did it when i was purchasing my first belt but um <laughs> so finally get home and then uh, my mom she i was parking the boat and my mom comes out to the door i parked the boat at my mom's house and she's like, just drink milk, mijo. Mijo. Get out of here, dude. Bro, <laughs> I drank milk and took a half of Vicodin, and that was good, dude. Of course, if I I went to work fucking... I didn't even... Yeah, I went to work late the next day. It was a Friday. And then that Saturday... Fishy. 
was a tournament at DVL. And you do? it was like 60 boats. Me and Danny Fernandez fished it. It was the first time that I've launched my boat. Oh, that's horrible. With it's, a lot of boats. It's raining. It's like 25 mile an hour Santa Ana winds, which on DVL is probably worse. 30, 35. And we draw three numbers to last. So they do random, random selections. What series was this? I believe it was national. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I want to say it was national because it was, it was a lot of boats. A national draw is more at DVL. And we get out there. We're going to fish points. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We Rude awakening, bro. Every single point of DVL is taken. You go to Rawson's, there's fucking 10 boats all. Like, you get close, they start trolling. They just troll, <laughs> I guess. Towards you or what? Yeah. So what you do is you act like you're going somewhere and then hit them with a U-turn and go where they were originally fishing to cover oh, that stretch. Oh, you got it, right? That's what I know now. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I know is the five spots that we're going to fish. And, it, and mind you, this is a offshore, cold water, uh, in front conditions, mm-hmm. you know? So everything on paper says you're not going to catch a lot of fish, especially at DVL. Yeah, yeah. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. So there's one spot that uh, it's it's when you launch out and you're going into Rawson's. Instead of you going into Rawson's, they have this like uh, this bluff wall. There's a point that comes all the way out. Yeah. It's all underwater. I remember fishing in like 2013, 2014 when the water was super down and boats weren't allowed to go. And I just remember that structure. You know, so you had like you So had when points. you say, hold on. So I've been fishing there since that time. Where the fuck is Rawson's? I don't know the names of places. So Rawson's is Rawson's is if you leave the marina and just go straight, straight across by the toilets. Yeah, there's a toilet right there. But and then there's across. that little hump. Or there's a little like island right there. It used to be it used island. to be island. Now it's underwater. Yeah. You keep going straight back. You just right? keep them okay, all. Yeah, yeah. That's Rawson's. Okay. So uh, if DVL and any professional anglers that fish DVL Rawson's next year, please leave the fish alone in Rawson's. <laughs> Why don't you tape it off? Please tape off Rawson's. Why? Because, dude, everybody and their fucking mama goes and bed fish during the spawn season. You know, and it, it sucks. What's wrong with spawn fish? What's wrong with the bed it's, fishing? It's, it's not, just like it, dropping on a piling, bro. Yeah, but at the same time, if, if, you, <laughs> if you look at some of these lakes that are, like, heavily into conservation in certain states, like Texas has a really mm-hmm. good program. Florida does, too. They block off areas. So they're spawning areas. They understand oh, that people are going to bed fish. They know a lot of... Yeah, a lot of fish spawn but at there. At least just if let you them. get them, if you just 
give them a whole cove, you know? Mm-hmm. And the ones that are in there are in it to win it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave the fish alone, dude. Uh, you like, let Do them you bed fucking... fish? I've bed fish in tournaments. Do you bed fish now? Like, not really. Not for fun, you won't? Uh, I did, I did with Poe. Because he, we went to a, a golf course and I couldn't catch anything on on a swim bait. Fuck it. And no, they, you know how it is. Like I'm not catching. They're like, man, dude, you're not catching shit. I'm so, like, okay. I'm tied on Ica and start fishing transitional fish. I see a bed and get one mad, and then you see the ones come in. One you get caught, the other one's trying to go on the bed. It's they're not betting yet. They're just being aggressive about their spot. Yeah, dude, I caught, I roped like 12, 14 of them. You know, but it was more. I caught more fish on the transitional areas. Uh, you know, like you have, it's all flat and all of a sudden it just gets dark. And then you see like little key things where you can automatically assume there's probably a fish there. Yeah. You start reading the lake and it's a golf course. So it's really small. And you say, well, I don't see them anywhere here. I can't see them there because I can't see. Yes. You just high probability that they're going to be there. You give <clears> them <throat> something slow and methodical like an Ica and they just saw up and they fucking eat it. But um, yeah, I, I haven't, haven't really bed fish. Um, I took Anthony Canuli, the store manager of Save On, his brother out, mm-hmm. and I put him on a eight pounder. Him and his brother? No, just his brother. Okay. So he never his PB was three pounds. Anthony's or, or his Anthony's brother. brother? Okay. Um, Anthony's PB is unknown. <laughs> What's your PB? Fourteen, fourteen and a half, From fourteen where? nine, from Magic Johnson. Fuck. On a live bluegill. Can't claim it. <laughs> oh, you fucking yeah. Mexican. <laughs> no, I mean. so I'm just fucking. No, I had off. family with me, dude, and I was putting them on bluegill, and I got roped on a fucking. I, I was passing a rod, hey, and I got at roped. at least truth be told, yeah. man, you're not going to fucking yeah. lie and be like, a blue. you get busted for that. It's illegal, right? Uh, technically, they say, yeah, because it's a game fish, but if it's the same fish from a lake, that's where it kind of contradicts itself. Like, really? I didn't know that. Essentially, if you're fishing five hooks in the salt water, you're breaking the law. Are you? Supposedly. You know no, I mean? no, no. I heard five's fine. I heard in the fresh. Did you hear from DFG? Yeah. Because I've heard from DFG that if you're taking forage from its natural environment or its lake mm-hmm. or its pond and you're utilizing it to catch it. So you're saying A-rigs are illegal? Uh Five hook A rigs. Yes. Three hook A rigs is legal in California. Fish, I don't fish three. I fish five. In the salt. In the salt. And technically that's illegal. But then there's like some other shit that makes it to where it's not illegal, yeah, I guess. I you know? Yeah. And no one really regulates on it. But um but I But either asked, way, like mm-hmm. you at least you fucking say, Hey, yeah. I didn't at the time. Well, it was a, like, it was a metal scale too, and I, anybody knows big fish on metal scales. Either way, that's got to be twelve to fourteen. That's fucking big. It, it toggled fourteen to fifteen and a half. So I just I, I call it at the lowest point, which was about like fourteen five, fourteen. What's nine. your bigger biggest lure fish? Thirteen pounds. I can't break thirteen pounds. Where's that at? Mission Viejo. Really? Yeah. I don't know what. Uh, I've caught them on mags. I've caught them on rats. That thirteen. What did you catch it on? I've You've got a couple. Yeah, I can't break thirteen. Fuck. I can't break thirteen. I, I got I got a couple at mission. I mean, Jerry's put plenty of people. I used to see him take people out there. Yeah. Yeah, he'd put these customers on trophy fish. I just I can't break thirteen. You know, uh it is what it is. And Damn. that was something that like I was looking for that record fish. That's why you fish mission. My cousin Kennedy is the one that invited me to go over there. Does he still fish over there? 
Uh, no, he used to live there, but then me and him had a falling out, and I kind of went behind closed doors and developed my own thing there, and I was able to get in. But that was um, that was a place. That place. Damn, I did a side job there, and uh, on the the guy had a dock mm-hmm. camera job, and he's like, "Come on down," and I'm like, "Fuck, this is before I had my boat." But fuck, man, I wish we could get in there. I mean, my uncle would tell me stories. Because he was in Bass Ackers, I always say that. Uh, he would go fishing there all the time with his buddies uh, because they knew someone from Shimano and they would let him in. Saying, hey, we're for this Shimano. And they'd fucking... I forget what Shimano this guy had named. a deal, right? Like that they could go in there. Um, no, if they had somebody that can give them a guest pass and they yeah, go in there. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, because I ended up... I did the camp... Dude, before I was into fishing, this was fucking 2007, six. Mm-hmm. I did the cameras that keep an eye on everyone there. Is that crazy? That's a small fucking world. And you had no idea. I just multiple- walked on the dock, dude, and fucking said, hey, we got to put these cameras in. The card readers, people try to fucking lurk. So I put these crazy fucking cameras where you could zoom like fucking miles, bro. Yeah, good shit. Not uh, that yeah. fucking ring. Yeah. No, the new ring shit works good, dude. If yeah. I would have had the ring shit, I wouldn't have got my fuck. I would have got my car back. But what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's cool um fuck uh so mission yeah i developed some really good like r- rich people friends that rich pe- hold on one, one more time rich people people friends friends i need some rich people friends yeah well you just got to be a naturally good person that don't come off like you're needing rich people friends it's just dudes that i met like um I met one dude at a bar. You never know. You would never know he's a rich dude, like well, well off. And he had, he was talking to his friend about like some politics and stuff like that. And <clears throat> I actually gave this analogy. I was like, "Do you guys fish?" Because they they asked for my insight. It was, it was weird. Like a random bar. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <clears throat> and I gave him this like Corona. political uh, thing, a political analogy. So, I told him, I used to live in North Carolina. In North Carolina, this lake that I used to fish at had these feeder things. And every 30 minutes or so, that feeder thing is spinned, and all these fish would come up and eat. Those fish never left. Are you fucking serious? You could catch fish off that All thing. day. That's how fun it was. All fucking day. So, would you catch fish there? All the time. Fun. It got too easy. Largemouth? Uh, largies. Everything. Catfish. Carp. How big? They weren't too big. The Couple catfish pounds. was like the catfish was the biggest thing you catch okay. besides carp, you know. But um, the bigger fish were outside on the main lake on points. Yeah, you know, uh, they they were the fish that were like strong because they're eating natural forage. And I was telling them this, and I was just like, that feeder spinning around those small fish are like people in poor areas. They don't want to leave because it's so easy for them to be fucking poor and eat. You know, we start talking about the welfare system and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but the strong fish, the big fish, the fish that hold equity in in terms of good spots that run that fucking spot. They're the ones that go out there and venture out and they become big and they capitalize on what the water really has to give them. When I said that to that dude, he said that shit is fucking brilliant. And we start pounding beers. I paid the tab because I drank a little more than them and took shots too. 
just me paying that tab and him having a really good time naturally, he told me he liked fishing. And he was like, I want to take my son fishing. There's a lake right in my backyard. I'm like, okay, where, you where the where fuck you do you live with a lake in the in your backyard? Only lake I knew was just like West Lake and you know, all these like private Wood lakes Bridge, and shit. Yeah. Woodbridge. He's like, Oh, I live in Mission Viejo. You're like, boing. <laughs> Bro. Morning wood at 6.30 p.m., dog. Yeah. Really? Huh. Played dumb as hell, dude. I didn't want to do it like Starstruck. I was like, yeah, that's a private community, right? And he was like, yeah, you know, we have top-notch security guards, but I can just give you a pass. I actually purchased a boat. Well, what kind, what of, kind boat? of boat did you get, bro? Yeah, he got a, it was like a 15-foot fucking boat that he came back from like Florida really wide like yours but it had a solid deck layout like a bass boat yeah and instead of it having the motor he had dual trolling motors in the back with like six batteries fuck nothing fucking hauled dude. and they were hooked up they were hooked up like together like where you yeah. could turn together and shit yeah it was sick like a butch dude i want to look butch at actually butches. has that motor motor yeah. dude i want to see that bitch yeah. 48 yeah. volts? Well, you only see the deck of his boat on Butch's because he catches giants. <laughs> <laughs> but so I go over there, and I know that if you drop shot in certain areas, you'll catch the small ones, you know, and you can do that all fucking yeah. day. You just, he's like, yeah, I, I bought this electronic. I haven't got it hooked <clears> up. I said, go to Anglers, bro. He goes to fucking Anglers, and he gets like the gen twos that just had Fuck. came out he put one in the bow a fucking trolling motor in the front I'm like dude <laughs> bro you got one in the back what the fuck man? yeah well he wanted so that way because i told you him about fish the the front. Okay. and i start fishing with him and then he just he he let me just run his boat whenever i want that's cool man you know he uh, he knew that i mean i didn't i i talked to him because i just wanted to have a good time and it just led into something and in return i would give him deals on rods and rails and he liked the fact that I wasn't trying to take advantage of him. He liked the fact that if I had it, I'd just give it to him. Like his his son was like, I really liked his dad. He was like, how much did that go for? I was like, what? That right there. I was like, your son set up? What do you mean? Oh, that, that's your son set up. Yeah. Like he caught his PB on it, dude. I'm not going to keep a little kid's no, PB. No, I get it. But yeah, I started fishing there a lot, dude. Even at night, you know, and I caught a lot of big fish. I, I swapped from the transitional, the the right hand to fishing lefty because of that place. Um, it wasn't until they they had a die off, I guess, and that really set the tone. I think in uh, what 2013, 2014 or something like that, they had to die off to go now. Yeah, fucked everything up, dude. Rancho Santa Margarita was the plug too. That was a great place to go learn bass fishing. It had a little bit of everything Fuck in yeah, there, dude. But um, yeah. That, that was the story of my PV and big fish. I I've guess gone. we're going to go do uh, fucking questions now. Ugh. All right, we're going to do a Q&A now with this fucking dickwad. All right, here we go. Questions. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let's get some <clears throat> pimping in it. There you go. All right. <laughs> Oh, back to that boat story real quick. Boat to nose. Uh, we pull up to this spot. Uh-huh. We find the winning spot, me and Danny. I had to stay on the trolling motor 
and keep the big motor on at the same time because the trolling motor was dying. And Danny stuck three fish. Fuck. The boat started really running out of juice. Another dude pulls in, swoops in on the spot, cuts us off. And as I come back in with the big motor, he says, 25 yards, bro. Do you remember who that is? Ah, that sucks. I do know who he is. Does he fish tournaments still? Yes, and he actually has baits out. Anyway, dude. <laughs> I need to know who he is now. Yeah, I'll tell you after, dude. I okay. Just, yeah, I actually fish his baits. That's why. Like, I get it, dude. He's competitive. I he wants pee. to Hold fucking on. win. So just to let you guys know, I won. I won everything. Whatever he's giving away, I won. Yeah. I'm keeping it. It was a scam. Yes. Uh, I've had. I've actually had people say that it's a scam. Like, bro, I'm on IG Live. People watch me, like, shuffle and do all this other <laughs> stuff. I get kids that... Oh, he's not following such and such, so he shouldn't win. You know, that type of stuff. It's people are real serious. This one guy didn't win a rod because he didn't follow all the steps. I can't individually go to every single person. Can you shut up so I can answer the questions? Answer the questions. They're going to ask you these things right now. I can look already and be like, oh. Oh, fuck. Okay. I'm shutting up now. This is from. uh, I'm going to try to say these fucking names. I don't know how to say them. Angel. V was it Veragami? Yeah. Okay, Veragami. He has two, but I think I'm gonna do one. Um, let's see. I'll do the first one. Uh, what have you learned about yourself and people after starting and running Fishel? And let's try to keep it down to like maybe a couple minutes, just so we can keep banging through them. I got you. So what have I learned about myself since starting Fishaw is that I was put on this planet to give back. I was put on this planet to make an impact in people's lives. I, I knew that because when I was in the military, I, I didn't pride myself with the accomplishments that I got. It was the, the people that... It was the soldiers that didn't have their, they didn't know their way. They didn't know where they're at. And I kind of helped them guide them. And I got all the staff starting and I'm, I'm very proud of that. And now with Fishaw, with me doing what I'm doing, I've seen a big shift in the industry. I feel like I've made a big impact in people's lives. I've talked about important topics to include like suicide and autism and things of that nature. And I've realized that my role in this industry is to make an impact in people's lives and give. I and see you're saying, too. Don't count your blessings. Pass them. There you go. It's That's not it. about what you got. It's about what you can give. Yep. I think if everybody gave a little bit, <clears throat> this industry would just be more positive. People would be, uh, they'd have a lot more respect for themselves. And in return, there would be a lot more respect in this industry. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a great question. Okay. As far as what I've seen with people is that they are capable of giving too. And I'll tell you right now, if you have a $20 Starbucks gift card and you do a contest or giveaway, that might give somebody the motivation to get up off their ass and do something. Or that might be the motivation somebody needs to break out this little cycle, this negative cycle that they've been in. Yeah. So anybody can build a platform. Yeah, I I agree. So great question, Angel. Um, next one is for me. I didn't think I was gonna get a fucking question, but I'll take it. Uh, opt outdoors. If you were back at the beginning of starting cast and crank, would you make it a podcast or a fishing adventure channel? Uh, podcast, because that's what I did at the time. Um, I listened to podcasts for, you know, 15 years, 12 years. 
Uh, I uh, I listen to fishing podcasts. I talked about this before. I listened to a couple, the world's greatest fishing podcast out of San Diego. Listen to that. I've listened to Joe Rogan. I think since episode like fucking forty. That Spotify deal, dude. Damn. Yeah. So I mean, I've listened to all these podcasts. So I'm looking for one. I like I Ike Live, but um, it's a great podcast. They're funny guys, but I'm a little more raw. I want to hear fucking raw. I say fuck. I say cunt. I say shit. This isn't a kid podcast. Well, OBT is a kid asking that question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, you shouldn't be listening. No. no, but the the truth be told is this is this is uh myself you know and uh i'm not a fishing channel i'm i would never put out information what i like to do is talk to dudes and know about their life more than i know about their fishing so i want to experience from that guy more than i want an experience of fishing i'm not a journalist uh, i'm not a fucking fan uh i am a fan of some dudes but guess what this is me talk having a conversation with some guys mm-hmm. and uh people might take it the other way I'm not trying to get in your fucking lane. You know what I'm saying? And uh, this is my lane, and this is what I do. I have no sponsors. I don't make money off this. Uh, I have great people like Juan. Uh, everyone else has donated to the podcast that gave me money. You know, beer. Rose. Saves money out of my pocket. Like I said before, I pay 250 a month to make this motherfucker happen. Uh, not including the time. People don't know. That, and, I, uh, and, and if you guys want to know, it takes me, with the video, probably eight hours of podcasting. Yep. I do this because I love it. And I don't know if any, everyone else does it because they love it. But um, my goal is to one day have some kind of compensation. But I'm going to let that happen organically. And we're going to figure it out. Fuck yeah. And uh, uh, th- that's a great question. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I would keep it a podcast because I can't. I can't get the people that I met off of a uh, fishing adventure channel like the dude, this dude across from me, Bobby, Phil, Dean, all Peck, all these guys are my buddies, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't have met them that way with the fishing adventure channel. So I'm I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, you know, you can't conquer the world if you don't conquer your city, my friend. You got the city behind you. Um, I ran it on that one, but I'm gonna do the second one from Amias too. Support the fucking podcast and buy a shirt. Yeah, or if Go not, ahead. we'll figure something yeah. out. No, we, straight up. We, we got. I'm going to do a quick little drop. I think in Ju- the end of July, we're going to do a charter. Mm. It's going to be sponsored by iRod, so iRod Ooh. is going to be on it, and we're going to have a lot of big names on it. You guys that have been on the show, I know Mr. Bobby Martinez is going to come and show us how to fish uh, squid and leadhead, so that's going to be one thing. Oh. Uh, I'm going to drop that soon. I'm hoping, if all goes well, to be on the native some with the... Uh, Fucking Graham. Yeah, Graham. So it'll be good. Yeah. Here's the second question for me. Um, uh, what is the one most important thing you have gained from everybody you have had on the show? Fucking be humble, bro. Yeah. That's it. Don't have a big ego. Uh, everyone is the same dude, and uh, you're no different than another dude, so don't have a big fucking dick. And that's what my whole thing is. Don't be a big dicker. Be nice. Now, there's a point, just like uh, T said, you know, like, if you have, uh, when I ask guests to be on the show, I've said this before, either you're very interesting, you're a friend of mine, of course, um, there's something we have in common, or you're really good at fishing. That's what it is. It's a fishing lifestyle podcast. And I've had guys that aren't, you know, huge fishermen, but they might be uh, in hardcore bands like me. Or made baits, something yeah. like that. You got something going. You carved your own. How about this? You carved your own path, just yeah. like we talked. So yeah, I mean, 
that's one thing I've learned is just don't be a fucking asshole. And uh, I felt like a lot of a lot of guys in the fishing industry could have a fucking attitude real quick. Oh yeah. So uh, that's the only thing I could see off of that. Let's go to the next one. This is from uh, H. Rinton Triumph. Rinton. He actually won a, a giveaway okay. of mine too. If you could change one thing about Fishel Brown, what would you change? I wouldn't change a damn thing. That's a quick answer. Too easy. Yeah. Hey, um, you know, some people think, oh, I'll go back and I change this. But you know what? I am where I am right now with fish all because of what I did. Now, you know, at certain times, do I feel like, oh, I should have been more motivated to fish more here or I should have went there? Cool. But everything happens for a reason. Don't live your life with a regret. You need to forget and move on. And that's what I'm doing with fish all. You know, I just went, recently went through some hardships. The industry came together and got me out of it. And um, I got some big fucking plans, dude. Like, really big plans. So, I wouldn't change anything. Everything nice. happens for a reason. This one's good. Uh, this is from SoCal Hook Setters. Uh, who is the most influential person in the fishing industry to you? And why is that person inspirational to you? And how did that person come in your life? So, you got three quick questions in there. So, who... Um, definitely would be Matt. Uh, just the fact that he took the time. I think he saw more in me than I saw in myself. Like he saw more potential in me than I saw in myself, you know, especially at that time when I, I, I couldn't get sponsored and this and that, our pro staff, uh, the guy, he can swim bait fish, you know, he can, he can tournament fish. There's not a lake here in California. I don't believe that he hasn't cashed a check in. And that speaks volumes. That's fucking 30 fish over 8, 10 pounds and 30 different casts or some crazy shit, dude. That's an amazing story. Um, there's three questions in there I, I forget, but I think I kind of got here, it. To just Let's do the middle one. This is quick. So if, you were, uh, if your legacy and industry can be described in three words... What would those three words be? Work, family, fish. Okay. That's Put it. that on a t-shirt and fucking sell it. Okay. Um, and the 4-4 to be beer. <laughs> um, let's see. Here's the next one. Uh, Callum Bass and TV. How much dedication and work do you put in to get where you are? And what advice would you give a kid like me to get in life? Uh, first off, Cali Bass and TV, dude, you're doing great. You're doing really good. I've talked about you with Matt Newman, uh, OPT. You're doing good too. You know, he he was actually one of the kids I was in my DMs every single day, and he he simmered down. I think he's shifting more into doing his own thing and fishing. Cali mm -hmm. Bass and TV, I think he's on the right track. Um, if I come out with like Grom Division, definitely those guys. Those guys would be on the top of my list. Um, read the question again. I just heard Callie Bass on TV. You just have, I don't oh. fucking remember. Okay, I'm then going I through them. Okay. okay, I think Callie uh, Bass and you're doing good. The dude. next one is just a giveaway. The next one is Destroyer 619, which is Matt Moyer, the fishing destroyer. Yeah. He put to me, I'm pretty sure you look grumpy. Well, guess what, Richard Fingers? Them yeah. fucking fingers too long, like dicks, bro. You know, so calm down. Go go perform your CPR and your dishwasher. Yeah, you know, <laughs> this guy, the next guy I want to talk about, uh, I feel like he's 
very humble. If there's one guy I could model myself after, it'd be this guy. And it'd be American Ninja 88. Oh, God. So, all right. Before you ask the question. And he didn't question, say shit. He didn't say shit. He you said, don't have to say shit. Just say his name. Hold on. Is, I don't have uh, any friends. So, how much would would, would Chuck check the woodcut? Chuck, Chuck, Chuck would. Okay. Two. The because you that, throw it and pick it up and you get over it after it. Look, so Danny Harbor Creepers, if you remember that page, American fucking Ninja Warrior X 10 inch dick. The guy is as solid as they come. Humble. Solid. And humble. Solid. And humble. Humble is some dude that'll walk away without saying shit. He doesn't say shit. He. This is the where no, I the, the shit he, I get from Danny. He'll call somebody on the phone. No, no, Look, no, no, If no, I'm no, fishing no. with him, dude, and some guy who bumps into me, I'd give him a pass. Danny, I'm pulling him off this dude. But you got to remember, Danny helped. So to me, Danny has been nothing but like positive energy. Like, he's, oh yeah. The first beginning of the podcast, he was on two times and fucking like, and I want to say twenty episodes. Like, he's fucking has done nothing but support this thing. Well, so, to me, I'm like, this guy, if you guys want to model yourself off someone, yeah. uh, this dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, he just Not hard, that he fishes hard. Oh, hey, fuck, hardworking dude. Yeah. No slacking off when it comes to fishing. He can fish everything. A really good offshore fisherman, too. He fished the albacore days. He can fucking tear up spotties. He can patternize fish. He has thought process and logic to it. Yeah, I, I really respect that dude. He was on my boat, bro, and I, I just kind of let him take the bow of the boat and just just talk to him, you know? I don't care what stage I am, how many big fish I've caught, what I've experienced, what I've done, what I've accomplished. Mm-hmm. You'll never not see me just shut the fuck up and listen, especially to people like Danny. I You're agree. my guy, guy. No, same here, dude. Um, next one is, okay, I kind of hit on that. We hit on that. Uh, how many meters have you been fishing quick? 12. How many, seriously. How, how many? about seriously fishing? Okay, no. I got this. There's a big there's, difference between serious and fishing. There's a guy at Savon, he came in, he was like, I've been fishing for 46 years. Yeah, how long you been catching? There's a reason why you're asking me for fucking advice. You're really rude. Yeah, no, you have to, you know, at the same time. It's like when I was at Save On People, some people might interpret it as being rude, but I had to explain to them my reasoning behind it. Look, bro, if you're going to go to San Diego and target these bluefin, one, you're taking multiple days off work, you're driving all the way to fucking San Diego, you're spending time away from your family, paying all that money on the ticket, you're going to spend all this money on galley tabs just to hook up on this fish possibly and lose it. Yeah. So why should I sugarcoat anything? Okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So Okay. And and I think that's why if you go on Yelp, hold on, save didn't on I tackle just ask Yelp, you how many years you've been fishing? Yeah, I didn't even answer it. <laughs> how many beers have you had? <laughs> I, I think I think you asked me how many beers have I been fishing. No, I, I actually got really serious. <laughs> uh, you didn't even fucking answer the question, I did you it, dickhead. You just started ranting. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot. I'm like, hold on. Maybe I'm a little buzzed, bro. This is your intel think- analyst, nine years in the military. You fucking idiot can't remember questions. Can't pronunciate. Pronunci- hey, he can't pronounce yet. Margarita Moodle. Engineer. 
<laughs> Fuck you, dude. That's that's Bobby's, dude. Mine's is engineering. Engineering. Or others. <laughs> uh, go on. So, um, how many years? Quick. Uh, since 2011. Okay. So, what's that? Nine that's hard. 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 Uh, mindset. So, there's a difference between you fishing and you developing this mindset that it's not just fishing. You're asking yourself, why am I getting bit? Why am I not getting bit? Atmospheric change, moon phases. You start doing research, and every cast is a different okay. cast. Okay, uh, trashy fishing, which uh, that dude makes a fucking sick ass shirt. Who? Trashy fishing, right? Oh yeah, that get hammered. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that three shirt. of them, dude. Can I have one? Uh, Look at you looked at my belly right off the. Bat. <laughs> 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 You're like I don't think he already shipped them, dude. Yeah, I bought three, dude. No, I got to so, I got to get thr- one from him. No, trashy fishing, dude. He fishes a bunch of eye rods. He's yeah. he's caught a bunch of exotics. He's a solid stick down south, and uh, yeah. What's the question? Uh, how do you go about selecting the members of the IROD team? It's just got to come natural, to be honest. One, I mean, obviously they have to fish and they have to kind of stand out. But there's a lot of dudes that stand out, you know. So when I start getting recommendations from people like Phil, from people like you, because you told me about Jesco. Phil told me about Jesco. I knew about Jesco. I thought Jesco was a Phoenix guy. Mm-hmm. So when Phil talked to me, I said, I think he's a Phoenix dude, you know? And, and like, I have respect for other companies. And he was like, well, um, he's not with Phoenix. He just, you know, he got taken care of on one rod, like a deal. Yeah. And um, I was like, cool. Well, if he wants to try him out, I give him the same spill. Here's some rods. Try them out. If you don't like them, give them back. If you do, they're yours. Which is cool that we're kind of you're friends with some of these guys, so it's like you can observe without observing. Yeah. So you could be like, "Yo, Nick, have you ever talked to this dude?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, dude's fucking awesome." Yeah. And it might not he he might be a decent angler, but a great representative. How about that? You know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, like you know, you, if you look on the guys, right? they they all have their different personalities, but at the same time, they're really good people, man. That's I mean, the big deal to me. Like I, I, I've. Uh, I mean, I guess this is probably the best time ever to talk about them. Just quick, Poe J Poe's a stick and a half. All my guys are sticks. They're all fucking sticks. Poe just he's crazy about his shit. He needs to fish. If he doesn't, his balls itch. <laughs> Straight up. When you do a round table with spotties, that motherfucker better be on it, dude, because he's different. He's out there catching spotties. On shark imitation baits, dude. Stupid shit. Like, two years ago, no one ever did crazy shit like that. Uh, James Collins and, and Kevin, they own um, Huntington Harbor, the buoy line. Then you go down, you have Gunner and Tyler, which is reefy with four E's, which that shit's annoying as fuck. You okay. like reefy, and there's like 10 reefies, but his has four E's. Uh, they're best friends. They fish Oceanside, and Carl's bad. Gunner just takes the best pictures pictures in the world. Great, great angle. And uh, uh, one thing you don't know about Tyler is he's actually a commercial fisherman in the summer. Oh wow! So when I come out with that new series for our local island fishing, he's going to be prototyping them because he catches giants. And then moving down south, you have Jesco. He's in, I believe, in Temecula or something like that. He's in he, the middle, like Carl's bad. Yeah, he he fishes both. Of them. Yeah. Jesco is going to be the guy that's going to help me bridge the gap from fresh to salt. I mean, salt to fresh. I, he's a great largemouth yeah. fisherman. Oh, he's dude. a great dude in general, bro. Family dude. I got one worker. dude I really like, too. A second guy that you signed from San Diego. I'm going to suck him off a little. Go ahead. Eugene. 
Yeah. Well. Hey, I met Eugene before uh, at Damiki once, mm-hmm. and he was super fucking cool, man. He was so nice, and uh, we talked. And after that, I saw him at events, and I'm like, dude, Eugene's cool as fuck, man. And he could fucking fish. So, Eugene, I met him at the LP Fishing yes, Supply. Same thing. Yes. When, you know, when I went out there. Yeah. You're doing the podcast and all that stuff. Eugene's the one that approached me, and he he didn't approach me with this like I want to try to get sponsored vibe. You know, he approached me with like, hey, bro, what you're doing is dope. I just I just want to tell you that. Yeah. You know, and to me, that went good because all I'm trying to do is promote positivity in the industry that I love the most. Yeah, there's IROD and there's this and that. But outside of IROD, if if IROD, if Matt decided to retire tomorrow and I'm I'm done with IROD because Matt's retired. Mm hmm. I'm still left with this legacy that I can build. You know what I mean? And if I died tomorrow, what will people say? And what will people do? Will they still continue to do what I'm doing? Yeah. Don't count your blessings. Will that still be a thing? Yeah. Absolutely. I think so. Okay. And he's the one who told me that. And then we have uh, a st- solid stick, too. I mean, fuck. The guy, he all those Rimmer. fucking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, no, both of them, dude. Yeah. And the Rimmer. He's a light line specialist, dude. And it, the only reason I've, I've only met him twice. I met him at Real Happy. Yeah. Uh, awesome dude. Yeah. And I only talked to, when I meet a guy, like I met Jesco a couple times, like two or three. And we talked about, we talked on the internet. So it's like Instagram. So it's kind of like I know these guys are little. So maybe I'm giving them a little more praise because I, I know them, you know, like, yeah. and I'm not going to hate, I'm not hating on no one else. I just don't want no one to think that. Yeah. And I'm I, not a big dicker, you know I, what I'm saying? I mean, and your input matters a lot to me. So there's like pecs and fills and yeah. dunes and, and whack, you know, like all you guys input means a lot to me, yeah. you know, and, uh, uh, the team member thing, I'm going to start picking questions cause we got a lot to go through. Uh, give me a couple brands you like besides uh, Fish Oil, which I don't think there's no beside Fish Oil, but what are some brands you back? I'm going to say one right off the bat. Stay vent, sucker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, I took it upon myself. See, to... you're doing the whole fucking thing. Just give me a couple fucking brands quick. Bam, bam, bam. Say it again. Then. All right. We're back. Listen. Okay. That's going to stay in there. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, what are some other brands besides Fish Oil? Do you feel are doing the right things in the industry? Stay bent, skunk busters, liquid assassins. Top three right there. And Blider. I gotta think of some, there's there's a couple other ones I gotta think of. Uh there's plenty of more, dude. But those are the three guys right you now. You fuck with right now. That, okay. Not that I fuck with, but those are the guys that I feel like look, liquid assassins. Okay, which next which iron company do you prefer and why? Taddy, just because they're easily accessible. Hey, um, if you guys got a hookup on, uh, is it Mike Salas? Look, um, Salas, no, I want to get him on the podcast. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing, dude. When it came to like at Save On, Taddy, he was always there. Salas, not so much. Have I fished a steel? Absolutely. Do I think they're worth all the money that they're fucking going? Supply and demand, make your fucking money, dude. Okay, next question. Uh, JT76, mm-hmm. what was the best moment in your life? Oh, see, I'm supposed to say the wedding. Childbirth. How about this? What was the best fishing moment of your life? I was going to say the best moment of my life. No, fishing. 
I, that moment doesn't count. I don't. I mean, there's too many for me to even answer. The first time my son. <laughs> <laughs> the first time you swallowed oh, some cum. <laughs> this will, this beer is we ate pastrami. You leave me alone. The biz is a buzz a bottle. The first time my son reeled in a fish by himself. I get that. And That's it, your best fishing moment. It, it, yeah, Correct? Was, okay. All right. It wasn't like him fighting the fish. It was when I was taking the fish off the hook. It was like me when I stuck that first four-pounder, you know? I that, get Like it. the I first significantly big bass, but but that I actually targeted. Yes. No, 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 no. That right it. there was the biggest moment to me because... Yeah. You know, my son, he comes in waves, dude. Sometimes he wants to fish, and then he wants to play video games. He's over it. So I just kind of let him be. When he comes at me, he says, Dad, I want to fish. He's fishing. So I'm going to chime in on this. I have a couple. So I have my son, Adam. We fished Angler's uh, Clothing a Tournament last. Uh, where are you going? So I fished. I'm going to do this on my own. This fucking asshole just made see the camera shake. Uh, we fished Angler's Clothing Tournament last December. And he caught a uh, legal spotty, and we worked on that. So we we uh, cast in the front yard, pitch, pitch, pitch. He learned how to pitch. We had a Calcutta with a Phoenix M1, I think. And uh, he caught it, and I remember him just setting the hook, pulling it up, throwing it over the deck, and I'm like, fuck, this is it, man. This is fucking it. And uh, my second would be fishing moment would be uh my son uh andrew we were he was probably like five or six laguna lake used to stock uh catfish and i would set two shakespeare rods up with the bells on and i remember catching like 15 fish in one night off and on i'd be like set the hook he'd set the hook we'd fucking get them best fishing moment ever dude like it was a good time there's a shitload of beer in there don't worry Um, okay, next question is. Next question. I like this one, and I want to be involved. Will Irod ever come out with a surf rod? Yes, hundred percent. Yes. Hold on. Light tackle. There's a difference between a long, like a twelve footer, and a light tackle, like a eight uh, and a half, nine. It, we're working on a nine foot two piece spinning rod. Get the fuck out of here. I need a casting, bro. Well, bitch, if you let me speak. Do you know I know about surf fishing, bro? Really? Fishing MLPAs? Um, so, it wasn't MLPA. Just people didn't do their math. Let me ask you for your experience. Uh, I'm not a big surf fisherman. Do you want to know about me? Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. I bought an MHX rod. I wrapped it myself because no one made what I wanted. It was an eight and a half foot uh, steelhead rod. Oh, casting. Yeah. And I wrapped it all. This rod we want to make is going to be exceptionally good for steelhead, too. We like to make versatile hey. rods. Hey. Spinning rod. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to make a casting one, too. Okay. Oh now we're talking. Okay. Yes. Now, that casting rod. <laughs> this couch was black. <laughs> 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 and no. That casting rod will have many hands on it, dude. Um, 
Okay, I'm going to tell you guys right now. We're I think we're going to go another half hour, and the video is going to end. So you guys are going to be fucked. I'm sorry, because I know this shit's going to fucking run out. Uh, it doesn't matter, dude. Hold on, we got 13 minutes. Um, we'll, we'll go, go, keep okay. going. Sorry. Mm. Surfing rod. Surfing. Uh, that casting rod is going to have a a lot of people's insight. You know, because with the coastal series, I have my coastal guys. When it comes to surf fishing, I, I have to develop a whole new team. When and I, you need a, two different types of teams. Because with surf fishing, you got boiler rocks and you got beach. Well, I'm going to have both. I, I feel like the guys that surf fish, they're, they're either or. I got a guy for you. Who? Garrett? Oh, no. This Garrett, guy's, if you're listening, dude, I'd let you design a hey, rod right fuck now. fuck you, Garrett. Next one. Yeah. Uh, my boy, Aqua Assassin Paul. Mm. That dude catches big yeah. fish from the surf. I mean, yeah, yeah. And he's my boy, so like, I'll make him do it. Let him talk, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to fund his adventures. I know. Let's go. Okay, Fair next, next uh, we're going to look at one. Let's see. I rod. This is uh, Dirty Dinks. You got a lot of questions, bro. Uh, trashy fishing. Uh, what are the... Qual- uh, no. If you could fish with anyone. If you, quick one. If you could fish with anyone in the industry, who would it be? Anyone Quick. in the industry? Yes. Um, fuck. There's a lot of them, dude. Quick, come on. Hey, you up. can't ask me. It's not like I woke up one morning and was like, who do you want to fish with? Brent Ayler. Okay, done. Big dicker. Um, yeah, hey, come on the podcast, Brent. You're our local's best. Yep. You made it. Yep. Tell we us about it. We want to hear your fucking story, dude. Tell us about it. I will personally give away four Daiwa reels. You don't have to pay for them if you come on this podcast. I want to know. So everyone, the if mentality. you listen to this podcast, yes, T will give away hey, four reels. Tag Brent Ayler. Tag Brent Ayler and be like, get on casting per crank. fucking cent, dude. Like per fucking cent. <laughs> okay, you next. fish. Hey, you know what, Matt? Too Matt Newman. I know you fish with this guy. You take my bluefin fishing. Tell him to get on this fucking podcast. You're our locals' best bass fisherman. You made it. I want to hear your story. So many of us want to hear your story. I do too. If I can fish with one person in the industry, it'd be you. So that says a lot. Next question. This is a hard one. Dirty Dinks. Uh, mm. Which ways do you see anglers marketing themselves in positive ways and negative ways? Um, I see people now giving back. Hold on one second. Huh? I love that Western species put positive. He respond. Oh, he wants me to just say positive, or he I wants to keep it positive. I think that's a good call, man. Yeah, positive. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I see a lot of. I see a lot of companies giving back now. You know, um, I see a lot of people interested in it. It's the way they're giving back. Salt made, clean up, put made on a trash, bro. That's so creative. Hey, not only that, check out his podcast. Like I said, there's room for everybody's podcast. 100%. Salt Maid does something a little different than I do. And uh, he does it on YouTube. I think he's doing it like a little bi-weekly kind of thing. So check him out. Give him a follow. Uh, Everyone's got a different opinion, man. Fuck it, you know? Everyone's got ears, bro. And after I listen to all yours and I've caught up, it'd be nice to listen to somebody else. Whoa, fuck you, bro. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm, just kidding, I'm just kidding. No, dude. I mean, the industry's big, and and that's why I support companies like 
Stabent, Skunk Busters, Liquid, you know, it's, I'm going to do uh, Liquid, L- LA Fishing Alliance, and Save On Tackle. I'm going to support two tackle shops because the industry is that big. All right, Ooh. hold on. Where's the beer at? Pass one. After you answer, after you ask the question. Answer? Yeah. Yeah. Catch. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, all right. It's not all that right. gold. Sorry. You're, you're going through quick. Yeah. Guess what? Right now, T, tell me. Tell me one thing. Tell me why. I don't have to delete but two things out of this podcast. I don't remember what they were, sir. I remember, but you say yes. I'm not deleting all this shit. This is great fucking podcast yes. material. Oh, there's one. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Okay. Okay. Two. Okay. okay. I'll Did listen you say to two? Yes. Two okay. things. Two things. Two, two are the letters. Yes. There's two. <laughs> okay. Two okay. things. All right. Cool. Uh. Okay, guys. I mean, some of this shit, like your biggest fish, is there anything you would do different? We kind of talked about that. Uh, positive things in social media. I feel like you've talked about that. A little bit. Yeah. Um, what is your motivation to keep doing these giveaways tournaments? The you fucking to, stoke, dude. But I you mean, talked about it already. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like when I give a, a rod and reel and I meet these dudes and our, our girls, the stoke is so fucking real. But the biggest thing is that I see, because of what I've done, I've started to see companies that have followed me in the beginning are people like El Chua. They're doing El Chua is doing contests and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I get to see other people doing giveaways and stuff. That's what's more stoked. But I'll just go back to my what, beer. Out what broadcast? What do you guys give? There's a lot of fucking questions that are kind of like. Okay, I'll ask you a question. Where do you see yourself in two years, sir? Me? I don't know. Uh, if you guys want a little intel on me, I don't know what I'm doing. And uh, guys like T, I, I talk to and go, hey, uh, I don't know what the fuck I should do. Because I'm like everyone else. Uh, truth be told, I've told people this multiple times on the podcast. I've almost wanted to quit, like, uh, fucking, God, probably like every four month, times. Fucking yeah. every month since <laughs> the first time you it's said you It's a lot of work, quit. man. It's a lot of fucking work. Uh, and uh, the numbers are great. Don't You guys are great. Like, I, I can't... I can't uh, praise everyone so much to say, hey, dude, I got a big following on listeners. It's huge. I have 500 and I think 31 five-star likes. I can't I can't ask for more. Uh, truth be told, I, I get like 30,000 listens a month. I mean, if I was like a, a radio show or something like that, I'd be stoked. But I do this for fun, so I'm kind of like I want to keep it fun. And, and, and uh, nothing against the COVID shit where I had to do the cons, but I didn't like it because it just wasn't this. And I guarantee you guys could hear the difference between the guys I've had on, like Garrett, Hopper, and Eric Bent. T, you'll hear Monday. These are my boys. T right now. And I get, yeah. to, I get to, to talk to them the way I would in person, and that's what makes the podcast fun to me. And there's something, there's people I just had on. I had Evan Salve on. We're going to do a fucking cool-ass uh, you know, flying fish deal I'm going to put out on the internet. Uh, on you, on, you can do that with bluegill if you use smaller <laughs> hooks. There you go. And braid instead of 200, 400 pounds. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, maybe maybe in the future, if I can compensate my time with a little bit of cash. Do cool. your sugar coating. I'm going to shut you off right there. Look, right. um, 
Nick pays money to put these up. Nick has thought about quitting multiple times. And I will tell you right now, if you decided to quit tomorrow, not even post this podcast, I'd still be your friend. Yeah. You know? And don't get me wrong. Quick. No. I've made amazing friends. Like, yeah. I've made so many good friends that are, like, best friends to me now. Like, T, Phil, Wack. You know, Wack was before the podcast, so I'm not going to say Wack was from this. But he's one of my best friends, like, I talk to. Uh, Bobby, Garrett, these are guys I talk to. And it and wouldn't be... The LA Fishing Alliance guys. Yeah, Dean, so, fucking yeah. everyone, dude. So, I mean, look... Um, after this podcast right now or whenever, if you're listening to this, leave us a five-star review. He's going to be coming out with shirts, probably on pre-order, mm-hmm. we talked about. Buy a fucking shirt. Even if you're not going to buy it for yourself, buy it for someone else. I appreciate that. Thank you. Buy a fucking shirt. He's going to have a ha- uh, a asshole charter trip. Yep. And I'm going to be on it. Bobby, Benny... A couple of big names going to be hey, on it. Graham's going to run it. Evan said he's down Evan's to Evan's going to be on it. You're going to have like 15 industry dudes that's been on this podcast be on this boat. And then Bobby Matt gonna, Newman? Matt, no. <laughs> He'll he, come on. We'll get him to come you think on. He, you think he will? I think he will. He seems like a like he would. You, why are you talking to me back? I, I know he can. Um <laughs> You're talking to me like, no, bro, you got to go on this. I know. You'll tell him, be like, no, you got to go on this, bro. No, you got to go on this. Um, And even if I had to personally sponsor it, I would. Because I I, I want to see you succeed. He was actually thinking about quitting, and we, it's me and Phil and Peck and all these whack and all these dudes (laughs) that are like just trying to push him up. Now you can do your part and support him. This shit's free. Me sitting here is free. That camera is not free these microphones are not free these headphones are not free putting this on the podcast is not free i always talk about supporting your local dudes i support Staben. i support skunk busters and and dean and save on and so many other ones i've to this day with fish i only came out with 50 fucking hats we sold out instantly and I know, oh, I can come out with shirts and sweaters yeah, and jackets. Yeah, yeah. I can come out with all this other stuff. And I'll sell it. But I choose not to because I feel like it will take away from sales from my friends. I don't think so. No, I think it would. Why? I, I, because of this whole COVID thing. It's been weird. Uh-huh. But and, and I don't look at it like I'm doing it for the money. I want to... I'm going to... Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see my niggas eat. <laughs> and I feel I, that, like if my niggas eat, they can pay me more attention in the long and run. And that's where we're that's next it. in the next two weeks. This week will be T. Next week will be Big Gus. Then that Thursday will be uh, Staben and Dudefish. So it's kind of like I'm going to do I the thing. I think you should do Staben and Dudefish on Thursday. On your episode? That's yeah. too much content. That's fucking eight war podcasts. That's the it, it, trust me. No. There's a there's a fucking algorithm. Okay. I, I got I got you. Okay, you know so we, like you know what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like, uh, bitch. It doesn't matter if you to, quit next week. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to get my dudes hey, out. Just make sure you don't quit before <laughs> yeah. fucking next yeah, Monday. Yeah, you got to release your shit. Like I'm out. Sayonara's on dudes fish. Yeah, uh, <laughs> ask the questions, bro. Let's see Jesus. how many more we got. If we don't, yeah. we have a minute six left before the art. Like five well, we don't care about that eight. Yeah, we do. Deuces wild. Dude, I'm fine. Okay, there's only a couple more. Hold on. Uh, Let's let's find some good ones. Uh, Need more more beer. 
I got pissed real quick. Sorry. No, dude. Ask a question and then go piss. Okay. Ask a question and then go piss. Your favorite place to go fishing at? Oh, your dick. It's a good one. You got two. My favorite place to go fishing at would honestly have to be San Clemente Fishing Calicos. I've done it a handful of times. Um, I've always fished PV and Catalina. I fished Nick more than I fished uh, Clemente. That's probably got to be one of my favorite places. Uh, Baccarat. Baccarat, Mexico. That uh, that place is stupid. Chad Meenan has like some of the best hospitality. And you're going to catch a bunch of fish over five, six pounds. <laughs> I went out there last year, thanks to Irod, and um, caught a bunch of fish over six pounds. And my buddy Mike actually caught a 12 and a half pounder. So yeah, you back? I'm back. Okay. Did you wipe? Yeah. My yeah. vagina. Uh, the camera's dead. No, it's not. It's still going. Um. No rush, dude. Last time we did that, we didn't air it. Get one person's. Okay, this would be towards me. Trout Spanking Domino, if you could give one person something out of the whole show altogether, what would that be? As in something that could change our lives in one way or the other. Don't be a fucking asshole. Don't big dick. Don't big dick. Be Put cool it on a t-shirt and sell it. Don't no, big no, no, dick. No, 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 no. Just be cool to everyone. Like, I mean, I try to answer everybody's fucking message. I know it's a lot sometimes, and I always try to answer him. Be cool, man. If you see me fucking buy, say what's up, man. I'm not going to be like, fuck you. I'm going to be like, what's up, bro? Yeah. You know, like, be nice to people. That's it. Just be fucking nice. That's all. There's nothing else to say. Be fucking nice. That's a good question, Trout Spanking Domino. Broken record, bitch. Yeah. Fatty Fit Cow, what do you like about fishing freshwater and what do you like about saltwater fishing? Uh, I think that if you fish freshwater largemouth bass, you will be 10 times better than any saltwater fisherman that has never fished largemouth bass. And here's why. Uh, When you largey fish, you start to, you're just going out to catch like worms and stuff like that. And then you get into... The conventional style of fishing where, you know, you're throwing a single or Ico or a crankbait or this or that because the YouTube tells you to. But if you actually get the it YouTube. down to the science, if you get it down to where you put a, a targeting package or, or theory and process when you target these largemouth bass and you learn how to make these key adjustments based on the theory that didn't work or did work, when you go into the salt, Making key adjustments is huge. If you don't believe me, um, go to Save on Tackle. Ask them how many Save on Tackle sponsored charter trips I've been on and how many jackpots I've gone on. I've gone on the Tomahawk 12 times and got jackpot 11 times. Like, big dick right there, dude. Hey, Western Western species. Hey, fool, Modelo time? Hey, is it Modelo time? Because it looks like fucking Coors time with all of them on the fucking... We need to get we need to get Victor back in here, dude. And he's fucking. So Victor, 
Motherfucker. Um, Number two Victor, on the fucking podcast. Victor, when I was defenseless and I did the IG live thing with Stay Bent, Victor said I have <laughs> the best grammar in Compton. You do. I didn't really get to rebuttal on that. Well, Victor from Western Species. <laughs> Heard you get your eyebrows whacked at the same nail salon my mom goes to get her pedicure done from. Oh, study your pedals, Food's going wild. Mm. Victor's oh, my dude, dog. He is. Uh, and he, he can throw blows, too, and give it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let's see. Out of, out of what broadcast, what do you guys want to give us adults and kids out of the show? Who's that from? Uh, Travis Bank and Domino. Um, this show, I would say, some good questions, bro. I would say, uh, fuck. Um, don't let them listen to it because I said bad words. Hey, Daddy, say bad words. That's what I hear from my kids. Uh, dude, man, they used to smoke in the car with me. Now it's like uh, I smoke. Yeah, and it's just right. like I feel guilty when I go inside just uh, smelling like it. I think the only thing I want to get out of it is make everyone happy, man. Like. Like we talked about the sponsor thing, I take away from my family to give to you guys. Uh, if you can make your family happy and go fishing, that's what you got to do, man. That's a hard you thing need, to do. But you need your time, man. And yeah. I'm not going to say I love hanging out with my kids and my wife. My wife. My wife. My wife. <laughs> you guys seen the Viking on the fucking podcast all the time. Oh, dude. Uh, she looks like she puts your knees on the forehead oh, and gives it to you, does, dog. Dude. She fucking doesn't fuck around, bro. Uh, my wife's a solid lady and she keeps me in line, but... Uh, you if you can keep your your family life help how happy and uh, do what you got to do, man. I mean, you you got to do you, man, and you got to keep yourself happy at the same time. So, if your kids are old enough or they're into it, take them fishing, bro. And that's about it. That's all I can tell yeah, you. Yeah, I will tell you this right now. You know? um, if your kids are trying to get into fishing because you're trying to get them into fishing, it's not the right thing to do. I've taken my son fishing, and he's had a blast. And then we've caught like 15, 16 fish, and he's like, all right, Dad, these fish had enough. And he'll be good for months. And he won't want to fish. He gets into his like Fortnite or, or Minecraft or or whatever he's looking at online, you know. But the day tomorrow that he says, Dad, I want to go fishing, then I make it an effort. The worst thing I can do as a dad, as a parent, is force my child to do something that I enjoy. Yes, yes. Because he's not going to be on that same playing field. But when he wants to do it, he's going to be on the same playing field. Yeah. I'm just hoping that he he gets into that mentality that, like, okay, this fishing shit, it's not just about, like, throwing something and getting bit. It's it's more to that. Once he gets to that mentality... And he might not be there. uh, So, I mean, uh, Papa, dude, I'm telling you right now, because one day you're going to listen to this. Papa, I'm telling you... um, your dad's working really fucking hard to make sure that you and your sisters will have everything that you need in life, whether it's fishing or school. Your, your dad's working really hard to make sure that you have more than I had, and I didn't have shit growing up. But if you decide, Papa, to be a fisherman... You're going to be the baddest motherfucker out there. I'm telling you right now. Because I've been fishing with that mentality, what, 10 years now? 
Imagine if my son starts doing it at 12. Guess what? I could tell you a whole other story. So you think my kids have been playing drums for fucking... Mm. Since he was fucking eight or seven or eight. Amazing. Then this year he tells you, Dad, I don't want to do this anymore. Okay. Whatever you want to do, bro. But you're kind of like, fuck, you've been doing this forever. Like, you wanted to make this a living... You, you, as a, you as a good dad don't want to force them so on I anything. Go, okay, yeah. okay, no problem. I know you're a fucking, you like to fuck off. I know my son likes to fuck off. So I go. <laughs> In the living room. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Finger blaster. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was going to say spirit fingers. <laughs> He's a good looking guy, dude. I know. You sure that's your boy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, so he's like this tall. He's hey. got the fucking axe hair. Yeah, he's dude. he's good looking. He's a good looking dude. So and I tell he's him, well I go, off too. I go hit. Yeah, he is. Oh no fucking! You said it. I just said. Yeah, I just saw it in the shorts. I'm like whoa, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell him. I go, hey, dude, no problem. You gotta do something else. He goes, what do you mean? I'm like, you're gonna wrestle. He's like, all right, cool. So if you're not going to play drums, you're going to wrestle. That's the deal. Like He likes wrestling, jiu-jitsu. He did it for like two or three years. I'm like, you're going to wrestle then. That's that's a, that's it. You got to do something. You can't just do nothing. But uh, what you're saying at the same time, whatever your kids want to do, you make them the baddest they can fucking be. Yeah. Here's the next question for you. Um, who do you think has the biggest influence, not you, like, but uh, someone in the fishing community that's done a positive uh, job of doing being an influencer in the fishing community locally or broad let's just say locally locally phil i've been so a uh, phil has this gravitational pull so if you guys don't know that phil is his behind closed doors middleman slash plug hey you took my guy <laughs> he is the fucking plug uh right next to him is peck Peck, I can seek guidance with anything, relationship, Peck's business. Peck's like, you know, a splinter. Peck. But at the same time, he'll pull a dick out and slap you in the face if he doesn't know you. Because he did it to me. But guess yeah. what? I love Peck. There's two dicks, dude. There's <laughs> there's one where you pull the pants down and it drops down. Yeah. And there's one that hits your belly button. <laughs> no, he slapped me in the face with it, dude. <laughs> well, then it drops down, dude. You're but pretty he good didn't know me. This was, I this was say, a different Peck at I would the time. Say, I would say Phil. Um... Phil is a vet. It's a hard, with hard. I'm gonna let you answer one, and I'll answer. You took one of my answers, so I'm gonna answer another oh. one. So you go. I'm sorry, Phil. I said Phil. Okay. I'm gonna say uh, dudes that I talked to that talked me off of a ledge. Okay. Whoa. And, for, and you wouldn't know these guys are influential because. Uh, that's people that's influential to you. Okay, then, same thing okay, with community. Phil. Okay, I'm same, sorry. Same thing. Okay, with Phil. are you to you or community? Yeah, no. To me, locally has been Phil. Okay, because Phil literally, mm-hmm. literally, got me off the bridge. Like, so fun, you're doing it to you. That's the problem. No, hold on. Uh, fun yes, fact, you are. dude. I had a fucking Jack Daniels bottle and I was on a bridge. But you got to remember. Listen, that's, that's, listen. To you. They asked you the community. If you said to Nick, who who, who, who walked is, you off the ledge to Nick, yeah. I would tell you something different. Then I would tell you the community. Phil, I back the community. And he's one of the guys that have talked me off the ledge where I've been through some shit and I can call him. Or when I get mad at people, 
So this is You'll what be I mad at me because I got to take a leak. Hurry no, up. okay. The dudes that I, I'm gonna say right now that I've called in the middle of the night, like at fucking midnight, and you wouldn't think, is a uh, Joe Gata. We call him Joe Dickhead. Gata, uh, Gata, Joe Gata, and yeah. he's a he's a. I, it's all the way to the left or the right of yours. <sighs> okay. Um, I talked to all these guys. I talked to Phil. I talked to. Uh, um, and Woody, Woody from Muni. There's another guy that I've talked to. I talked to T. All T's my boy. Like that's why we had to redo the podcast. We pretty, redid it bad. because we're friends. So like when we talk, we started getting kind of buzzed after those fucking jacks, and it got really bad, really, really fucking bad. So we had to redo it, and I get that. That's fine, and that's what this podcast is. Is like, hey, if someone goes, Yo, Nick, I I can't release that. I'd be like, No problem. That, that's I have no agenda. I don't get paid. I don't have a company to represent. But you know, some guys do, and I, I have no problem with that. So you know, like uh, I think R and R is it was just time constraint. Like I talked about all the other stuff, but I didn't get yeah, to talk tr- about. You got to remember too. I tried. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Fuck it. Let's let's talk now. What do you mean? If it went, it went. Keep going. No video. I don't care. I'm going for the top spot. Hold on. Watch this. Joe. No, 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 no. Scoot over. Scoot the fuck over, bitch. Okay, I'm scooting over. We're about to make love. So, anyways, uh, we're going to bring this thing around. Uh, The video ended on the other fucking camera. So, we're going to do it uh, like this with the (sighs) cores. Um, Cores lattes. So, I... uh, I gotta say, man, I I I'm, I've had a great time with T hanging out, a buddy I met. I'm stoked. Um, if you want to check out T, go to Fish All Brand, go to Irod. Uh, give shout outs. What what do you want? What do you want him to go to? I run the Coastal Series by Irod. Uh, I got nine guys on the team. I talked about them a little bit. Go follow those dudes. They're the ones getting all the content. As far as Fish All Brand goes, I just want to see my dudes make it. Uh, John from Sabent, Skunk Busters, yeah. L.A. Fishing Alliance, uh, Dean from Liquid Assassins. He's New got shop, a shop, bro. That's going to be the shop. No, that's going to be the hub. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot of cool shit coming out of there. I worked at Savon for a long time. The one thing that the owner of the company wasn't willing to do at Savon was to be more community-oriented. He didn't want to invest his money back to the community. I didn't like that. It is what it is. The new store manager, he he's constantly in a battle with finding fighting the owner of the company at Savon. And then Dean came out with a taco shop. And I'm gonna support Dean too. Savon's gonna have everything that you need in terms of fishing. Dean is gonna have everything you need in terms of community. Uh and fishing too. So uh, I look forward to that one. All right, brother, I appreciate it. Don't count your blessings past. Oh. <laughs>